0: Hey, welcome everybody to Sports Gifts number 110. I'm Francisco, joined by my buddy Andrew. We have no idea whether Charles will be here or not. If not, he'll just pop in for his weekly wrestling recap. But for the meantime, it's us two as a duo. Andrew, how are you doing?
1: Doing all right. How are you, Francisco?
0: I'm fine. Well, you already know that. You already were with me at work, working on a project of mine. So we got that out of the way. That's done, and we're just going to focus on sports. We are not really sure when we were going to broadcast this week, but we got it out of the way, and here we are. So that doesn't mean that there isn't anything sports-related that happened this week. It was We got plenty of stuff. We got Olympics. We got baseball. Some other stuff going down with the off seasons, with the NBA and the NHL, college football and the NFL are getting ready. They're they're getting ready to get set soon enough. So there's uh, we're, we're we're getting to the fall slash winter sports, Andrew, which that uh, some people really really like. I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, look for me, <laughs> it's it, it, it's part of the slog right here of of. Of the baseball season mainly because uh, I follow a certain team in the Marlins. And they are definitely, well, I can't say definitely out of it because they play in the NL East and the NL East is terrible. But they are essentially out of any playoff race whilst your Tampa Bay Rays are on top of the AL East right now. And Charles's Yankees have played better since the trade deadline. So you guys have an actual thing to look forward to whilst my Marlins can play a little spoiler, which I guess would be pretty funny because we're facing the Mets right now, and the Mets are not a good team. (laughs) And it's always fun to spoil our division rivals' hopes, but really this year... If if you
1: have no hope for any sort of playoffs or anything else, being a spoiler is the best thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. ask a college football fan, college sports fan, if your team goes 11 and 1, you want that one win to be against your rival. Your yeah. big rival. It's that's just how it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's it's possibly for the Marlins it's I, I don't know who I want us to spoil. I mean, it really depends on who Who the uh, who the opponent is, and I've researched this, Andrew. I'm already on Tankathon.com already, like I'm already in tank mode at the moment. So we're, it's gotten to that point of the season. Now, actually, let me lower this music slightly here in the background, slightly. Um, as of now, because we are here. And this is really the only thing I can look forward to. The tank race is being led by the Arizona Diamondbacks. They are five games. You can't really say five games up, but five games back of the Baltimore Orioles. They are 34 and 74. That nice 315 winning percentage. I thought they would be one of the worst teams ever to play, but I think they'll. it looks like they won't. They're not on pace to beat that 1962 New York Mets record. Uh, but they still look like they're on. They're way on track to lose 100 games for sure. So the Diamondbacks are, are for sure the worst team right now. And the Orioles set back at five games. Then the Texas Rangers at five and a half. The Pittsburgh Pirates at seven and a half. So those are your truly, truly awful teams. And the Marlins sit at seventh with 12 and a half games back of the Diamondbacks and they're they're nowhere near as awful as Arizona. I know that for sure. So I don't believe the Marlins will win a tank race against that for sure. But it's it's a pretty interesting thing. I, it was interesting the New York Mets have a compensatory pick in the first round next year for the draft. They they will be selecting number 11 regardless of where they so they'll have two first round picks next season. That's, that's a bit weird. Your Rays sit at 28th at the moment. So they're fourth te- fourth best team in Major League Baseball at the moment. So that, yeah, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Just behind the team that beat you guys in the World Series, the Dodgers. Those dang dirty Houston Astros. Second best team in baseball. And then the San Francisco Giants. It's an odd year, so they shouldn't win the World Series, but who knows? Who knows now? It's a different giants team for sure but they're they're, they're doing it somehow they're their best team in baseball as of this show and well and, and you know what I'm just going to keep going down this this tank because I really I really legitimately look at this so the the diamondbacks they have the not only are they the worst team in major league baseball but they also have the toughest strength of schedule remaining in baseball <laughs> With, they are the worst team in baseball, and they still have a few series left against the best team in baseball, the San Francisco Giants. That's that's not good. That's not good at all.
1: That is very not good.
0: Uh, yeah, and then the the Marlins sit really at fifteen, so they're they're middle of the road with regards to the strength of schedule. All right. Our toughest opponent going forward. Will be the Tampa Bay Rays. Still got a three-game series against them, and then the San Diego Padres. And we so so there's that. You guys in in Tampa, St. Petersburg. The Rays have the uh, let's the sixth easiest strength of schedule going forward, because you guys have a bunch of games left against the Baltimore Orioles. So that'll help you guys nab up a bunch of wins over. Over them and stay ahead of Boston and New York and heck, even the Blue Jays. So speaking
1: of speaking of Baltimore, uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels, Foolish Baseball, yes, released a video this week, last week, within the past few days, talking about how Chris Davis's O for fifty street Ah,
0: yes.
1: Was. He had a litter he had literally a one in a million chance of that streak happening.
0: Yeah. I remember I remember us covering that streak.
1: And I remember when he broke it. We were yeah. we were grabbing in the before times, we were grabbing food at Publix and I was chastising you for putting ketchup on your sandwich.
0: <laughs> yes, and we gotta do that again, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'll go order some pup subs and then and then it's a big old heaping helping of Heinz ketchup on top of that.
1: <laughs> I will I will I will never understand that.
0: No, it's ketchup, man. It's good. All right, we're we're gonna get into the, the uh, our good old buddy Jeremy's argument. I mean, remember he put people got chastised him for putting what mustard on his on his hot dog. Did you see that? Uh,
1: That's some bull right there. I mustard is definitely an acceptable condiment on a hot dog uh, he,
0: but there are people who don't put any condiments Look, like, like my brother-in-law my brother-in-law and we're we're getting on a lot of tangents and we're going to do that because we really put this, this episode together on the fly so there's going to be a lot of improvisational talk here but my brother-in-law specifically does not put condiments on a lot of his food whether it's a burger or a sandwich or a hot dog heck even a steak he he'll uh, steak or barbecue no barbecue sauce none of that's getting near i mean he does partake sometimes the barbecue sauce on some things but uh, he, uh his his steak is the way it, it's made the way it's made and that's how it, if, if it's if it's a good steak in his opinion you don't need to put anything else on it
1: i mean i i won't i i won't come i won't and won't go against him with on that statement alone. Mm-hmm. If it's a good, if it's a good steak, it does not need any sort of condiment. I will agree with him on that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Doesn't mean there shouldn't be condiments on it, but that's a situation where I'd rather let the, sp- the steak speak for itself.
0: Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I, I think. I mean, for me, I like condiments. I like dips and all that stuff, right? You give me some barbecue sauce. Give me some. I don't know, melted cheese. Get me some salsa. Get me like all these things. I real ex- everything except hot sauce. I'm not a hot sauce hot sauce guy. That's what I'm not into. I'll have spicy things every once in a while. Okay, I've tried the spicy chicken. We all know this, but. Uh, uh, spiciness is not something I gravitate towards adding to my food for the most part. With regards to a sauce, um, it's mainly like if I'm going out someplace and and they have an, uh, I'll have something maybe a little mild, maybe a little more spicy. Depends, like like a good ramen with a little spice, a little kick to it, isn't that bad, you mm-hmm. know? But there's there's a for me, I like. The mixing and matching and all these options, and maybe that's because I, I don't know, I'm a forager when it comes to food. You know, there, there was one thing I always told my parents when, especially when I went to Florida State and and was living uh for the most part on my own. Uh, especially that first year, I mean, because I had a roommate, but we never talked, so it was basically on my own. And I was like, if there's one thing you guys don't have to worry about, is that is me going hungry because I will find food, I will forage, I'll eat crackers, I'll eat whatever. It, it. i will find a way to make a combination and for that i've made combinations of things that probably shouldn't be combined <laughs> for sure andrew i'm sure if you had seen me back then you'd have been like this what how is this man getting a degree <laughs> because it's it, uh, i've made tuna sandwich arepas i've made all kinds of stuff man I, I've experimented this is what I do in the kitchen this is what happens this is what's going to happen when I have my own kitchen in my own place I'm just going to be a mad scientist sticking all kinds of stuff into my pub sub alright you guys better watch out right, if you, if you're I'm, coming uh... over oh you're coming over my place hey, Andrew come on over I'm making sandwiches I got all kinds of stuff I'm sticking in there <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so beware alright uh, not but, but hey, you know, it's it's also you could you could get some of that or you could go to McDonald's, right? You, and just get yourself that BTS meal for sure. So you can do that too. But oh wow, we, we went off on a tangent. <laughs> well yeah.
1: I I will always accept a food tangent.
0: Mm. So let me continue with this the baseball tank race right now. So your rays sit at six best of uh, six easiest schedule going forward. So your toughest opponents right now, you still have a series against the Houston Astros and the Chicago White Sox. So there's the other two division leaders in the American League. So that that should give you some, I guess con- more confidence going forward in these last two months of the season to beat out Boston for the for the division. And the Red Sox, their toughest opponents are you guys. So I Have some series against Tampa, and their easiest is the Baltimore. I think that's pretty much everybody's easiest opponents are the Baltimore Orioles, if it's in the American League East. So, um, so there's that. The New York Yankees sit at 18th. I guess 18th. Uh, I don't know strength of schedule, whatever. It's really you guys that Tampa. That is their toughest opponents, followed by the White Sox, and then the, of course the Orioles. But the team with the easiest strength of schedule are the Philadelphia Phillies. Their hardest opponents will be you guys. They have a two game series against Tampa, mm-hmm. and then a three game, uh, well, a three game series against the Milwaukee Brewers, so the other division leader, and. In, in Central, NL Central, and then a three-game series against the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are leading, or well, not leading their division, but one of the best teams in the National League. So that's Philadelphia's, but they still have six games against the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's their easiest opponent. So And, and I've looked at their schedule, and this is something, this is why I've, I've, I'm kind of getting interested in this NL East race, because it's, it, man... If, if Major League Baseball, I think if they went to a straight... Hold on, let me see. Let me just take a look at this. If they went to a straight, like, uh, only the best teams are getting in type mm-hmm. of deal, where there's no divisions, no whatever, uh, none of the NL East teams would be would make it in the playoffs. None of them would be in. That That's how bad the NL East is. So the Phillies, who aren't good, they have a... They're fifty four and fifty three, and sit only a one and a half games back of the Mets for the division lead. Like none of these teams are really good. They just based on this and the fact that they'll play the NL East and and they could win this division and and I out of the teams. Like I don't mind if the Phillies did it. I hate the Braves. I don't want them to do it. And it's always funny to see the Mets lose, especially this year, because this year was like the the year of hope for the Mets, right? They they got a new Fun. owner, they got uh, Lindor, they just traded for Baez. It, it's like, oh man, these are the New York Mets. They're 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 finding a way. They're they're gonna they're they're finally shedding the the laughing stock of baseball type of uh, uh, skin off of them. Right. And yet...
1: They still suck. They're still the
0: Mets. <laughs> they're still the New York Mets. Yeah, granted, yes, they, they don't have Jacob DeGrom. That that massively hurts. But it's not like they hit for him anyways. He always had one of the worst run support. Uh, he literally had to hit for himself to get himself some runs. <laughs> but it's... it's yeah, it, 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 it's going to be... F- pretty funny to see the Mets lose this season out of all seasons where it seemed like they had the best chance of doing something or at least making the playoffs, even if they didn't get anywhere, just making the playoffs and going from there. So
1: This was was their year. They were going to do anything.
0: Of course, yeah. And that's the National League East mediocrity doesn't entirely surprise me. I mean, the f- f- every team for Philadelphia are frauds and this is where Charles would go frauds and I can't do it. I can't do the yeah, I can't I can't what? do it. No, we we I both can't. can't do, do it. It. Yeah, it, it just well, doesn't have that same only, to it.
1: only Charles can do that.
0: Yeah, he can only do the frauds and the trash, you know? But and this is this is what we're missing, Charles, if you're going to listen to this on a replay on the, on the podcast version. So, yeah, um so philadelphia yeah every team is a fraud so even if the phillies do win this division they're probably going to get outed immediately in the first round especially whoever wins that wild card whoever comes out of that that gauntlet of a division from the national league west is just gonna destroy whoever they face going forward <laughs> um and the really the only the brewers are. The Brewers really, I think they're the only legitimate team that can stand up to any of those teams in the NL West. That's my opinion. Um, uh, let's see. So the Phillies are frauds. I hate the Braves, and the Braves are... Our Braves are are such pretenders. And I, I always truly believe anytime they win their division, it's not the fact that they're good. It's just the fact that their division... Sucked. Exactly. Their division Sucked how do you have I mean now I'm going back to the 90s how do you have that lineup up and that that series of of great teams and only win one world series in a shortened season really that's that's all they could do that's all they could muster every time they faced some type of adversity they lost to the Yankees the Marlins the Blue Jays the, the Twins
1: At least they won one. Talk about yeah, but it was a
0: shortened uh, season one. We'll add the Mickey Mouse. We'll add the Mickey Mouse moniker to that one.
1: (laughs) Though that's actually funny that you mentioned that because they used to hold their spring training at Disney. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, actually, Uh, when they
0: when they did when they did win, it was in West Palm Beach. So right, getting that represent. Uh, Do I want to represent the Braves coming from us? Nah. (laughs) the expo's played there Uh, yeah so
1: I'm just going to go on a quick other tangent I mm -hmm. hate that everyone has deserted Orlando I had so much fun going to spring training games when I was younger
0: I mean you know why right for travel purposes out in the middle of
1: nowhere relatively speaking
0: yeah yeah, in comparison to everyone else
1: everyone's either on the east coast or the west coast
0: yeah That was the. I mean, that was part of the trouble, and I'm I'm glad that the Marlins and some teams came to this side because it was also kind of inconvenient that the it was the Marlins and the Cardinals and like the Mets and that was it, and then the uh, the Nationals and the Astros moved on over to here and and almost got the Braves come to Palm Beach County. But they decided to. Um, I, f- I forgot what city their spring training complex is in. It's it's not Sarasota because that's where the Orioles play. But I think it's south of Sarasota. It's between Sarasota and, I guess, Port Charlotte, where the Rays have their spring training. It's somewhere around that area, somewhere there mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, Orlando was just. As much as I'm sure the Braves had an amazing facility out there at Disney World. That was amazing. It it just didn't, for them, it wasn't just like, it just didn't justify the traveling or teams traveling to there. Although I guess I'm sure it was like a hand in hand, like, uh, like in tandem thing with Disney World. where like, Hey, we'll hold spring training games and it'll be the Braves. And, We'll get all these visiting teams, and so people are coming for vacation to to watch spring training their favorite teams, like the Yankees or 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 the Phillies or, or whoever. And hey, might as well take a trip to Disney World while we're watching them play the Braves in the spring training. Right. You know, but, I mean so, that's
1: that's something that all the players would talk about. Is, I mean, hell, Chipper Jones had a had a house in Celebration.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys, uh, well, well, no, Ken Griffey Jr. has his home in Orlando, but he, st- he, he was playing with the Mariners. Actually, maybe because I don't know when the Reds changed their spring training complex. Maybe that's like a byproduct of when his dad was playing, where he, they just, just like Florida, court. you know, maybe the Reds had spring training there, or I mean, he was with the Yankees for a bit. His dad, so the Yankees had spring training in Tampa. Fort, uh, Fort Lauderdale.
1: Oh okay.
0: Yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, the the, the Yankees didn't move to Tampa until ninety five or ninety six. One of those two seasons. So um so or was it 95 yeah yeah 95 90, or 96 96 actually 96 it was 96 when they opened yeah 96 was tampa because i just researched this for my uh post on marlin's historian when i went to the see the mls game with doug was that that was the former site of fort lauderdale stadium and lockhart stadium so right i mean there's no indication of any of those two buildings there i didn't, I didn't I didn't even see like a plaque or anything. You would think, right? They would have something to indicate, hey, this used to be you know, another site, a sports site here. And hey, Lockhart Stadium, FAU played uh, football games there. And uh, spring training for the New York Yankees of all teams from 1962 to 1995. You would think that there'd be some indication of that history. Come on, Broward County, get it together. Come on, Fort Lauderdale. Jeez, you guys want to be the big boys and you, you entice the Panthers to go up there. But yet you guys aren't embracing historical sports landmarks. Even if you tore them down, at least have like a plaque or something. <laughs> That's all I want to see. A little information, a little something informative there. That's all. Okay. And there's not. We don't have much to hang our hats on here, you know? <laughs> well the Dolphins haven't won in close to fifty years. Uh really the Heat are the teams that's been the most consistent. And uh and we all know what happened with the Panthers and the Marlins. So there's 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 not much. So at least acknowledge some of the some of the cool stuff from down here. For sure. Uh yeah, so that's the, the NLE's is gonna go it's gonna be a really interesting race because it, it is It is bad, (laughs) but it's fun because literally any team, the Marlins are nine and a half games back by virtue of them beating the Mets two games into this four game series that they're playing right here in Miami. And it's like, I mean, if the Marlins win and sweep the Mets in a four game series, they could technically be (laughs) seven and a half games back, which is like, that's a Semi, pretty good winning streak away from contending. Oh I just want to see it happen, Andrew. It would just be funny.
1: And I feel for you guys because you you kind of sold. You know, you got rid of Marte.
0: Yeah, we got rid of Adam Duvall too. But in a, essentially, they're rentals at that point. We had to get something for those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I I understood why, and Charles always makes the argument that the Yankees should be planning for 2022 rather than trying to compete this year, and I think the Marlins are full on that train at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was pretty excited to see their 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 the guys that they got for Marte and Duvall because. Uh, The last two games, the, the, the starter that they got from the A's pitched, and he's from Broward County. like He was born and raised there. And so he had his family there. It was pretty cool to see him. It wasn't his major league debut. He already played for the A's. But it was essentially like his homecoming. So that was pretty cool, and he got the win. And then you had this Alex Jackson, who was the catcher that they got from the Braves, uh-huh. for Duval, and he hits his first major league home run yesterday and the Marlins won as well. So that's kind of exciting to see for me uh, because it's like, okay, well there, there might be some hope for this future. Maybe, maybe our Lord and savior, well, maybe I shouldn't doubt him. I should not doubt our Lord and savior. He's going to figure it out, right? He figured out the pitching. We got great pitching. Like the hitting will come. It will come. And it just won't be this year. We just have to be patient. You know, Just have some faith. Um, But your Rays won today against the Mariners. And surprisingly, you guys couldn't handle Seattle all season. Yeah. So, and the Mariners are a team that, I mean, I like. I like just by virtue, they have the longest playoff drought in North American sports at this moment. And it, it'd be nice to see them make the playoffs. Do you know if if it's in history or? I don't know if it's like a no, no. It can't be history because remember, Major League Baseball was for like the longest time. uh, There was only like only before it was just like whoever won the pennant, like whoever won the the whoever won the most games in a a season for each respective league, and then they had the league championship series. It was only really two teams facing each other. And then we finally got to, like, uh, division series. So there were teams that had massive playoff droughts just by virtue of that. Mm -hmm. In baseball. Like, in hockey, it was kind of ridiculous. I remember uh, watching the hockey guy and talking about how, you know, now there's 32 teams in the NHL. So that means half the teams are making the playoffs now. Mm -hmm. And how before when the NHL had, like, 21 teams – They still had 16-team playoffs. So you had these truly awful teams make the playoffs and just getting spanked by whoever they were facing because they they had no right to be there. And how 32, and maybe we could talk about this, how 32 seems to be like a nice number to sit on. And and just like we don't expand after this. We just kind of sit there for, for the NHL. The NFL got there first. And now we just got to wait for baseball and basketball to get there. And it seems... I, I really right?
1: like 32. I really yeah. like 32.
0: Cause, like, because if you add... like If you, if you begin... like if, uh, Let's say all of them get to 32. And then you get to the question of... Should we expand again? And the question... It would essentially be like... Well, if we expand, it has to be like four more teams. Because it can't just be 33 because that's that's a weird number to stop on. It can't be 34. That's a weird even number to stop on. Mm. Like it has to be in fours. So then you get to 36, but then and then and then we'd be like, well, then how would you split the divisions from there and the conferences from there and how many teams would still make the playoffs? So I think 32 is a good number to sit on for all of these, especially where we're at. There's not really many places that Kind of can sustain a team at this point. That are left that haven't had teams in any of the sports anywhere, right? Right. Because I don't know if you saw. Did you see five points vids videos? Uh, I didn't about expansion.
1: First one. I didn't see the second one yet.
0: So yeah, the first one about expanding, and how it wouldn't happen in Major League Baseball because they, uh, well, I guess one of the reasons was they haven't really resolved their situation with the A's and the Rays. Well, that's
1: going to be key.
0: And he made some good points with regards to how not only is, uh, uh, who's the owner of the Rays again?
1: Uh, Sternberg.
0: Yeah, and I know you hate him. Um, I hate him in the He and Major League Baseball—you can you can throw our buddy Ma, Rob Batford in there, our our goon of the year, remember from last year. Uh, really, you guys are, or at least Tampa, are going to be used as a pawn, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: To not only try and coerce the Tampa, St. Petersburg, just the Tampa Bay area to somewhere around there, pony up the money to to build a stadium there, but also entice <laughs> other cities to, hey, Montreal, you really want your you want really want expos too or expos de, then hey, start. Getting some support. Hey, look, we're building the stadium, or we 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 got the funds for the stadium. Move the team immediately. Play in the Olympic Stadium for a season, and then move on in the next year. Mm -hmm. Like there's, they're gonna be hanging that over. Hey, Nashville, do you really want a team? Build the stadium. We'll 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 easily ship the Rays over there. Hey, Las Vegas, you want the A's to join the Raiders? (laughs) Then uh, build the stadium. And we'll we'll move them all over, and that's 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 legitimately what's happening right now, and that sucks for you guys, and the Marlins suffered through it a little bit. I mean, they were they were going like looking at San Antonio, looking at Portland, you know, even though I'm sure Major League Baseball had no real intention of, like, if Loria really wanted to move the team, they they probably wouldn't have allowed him to do it. I, I firmly believe that. I firmly believe there's no way Major League Baseball could just lose the market of Miami. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's just way too big to not have a team there. And move a team, to move them to a smaller market like San Antonio or something. Even though San Antonio is, uh, I guess, big, but not really big, big. But I mean, I mean, look at
1: what's going on with Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. They're threatening to move to fucking Austin, Texas. Yeah, there I is nothing. They, ex-
0: I thought they got funding for their stadium.
1: There is nothing in Austin except for good barbecue and the Texas Longhorns.
0: Oh, did you see Freddie's uh, message there? Uh, No, he said Marble runs on ESPN eight tonight, or the Ocho.
1: Oh, is the Ocho tonight? Sweet.
0: Yeah. So, hey, Freddie, how you doing? Uh, so yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I, I now I lost the train of thought.
1: I mean, I have nothing against Austin. I have friends that live in Austin. Oh yeah, the West. the bills. But there is nothing in Austin except for the Longhorns and extremely good barbecue.
0: Uh, and they've got a pretty good entertainment scene now too. That's what I've heard. That's
1: true. You have South by Southwest, but yeah, compared to Tampa or maybe not Oakland, but definitely. Well, Oakland's in uh, the Bay Area, so compared to those, there's not much going on in Austin.
0: Yeah. um...
1: And I hope my friends don't hear this because they'll probably shoot me for saying that.
0: Austin, Texas, competing with the Longhorns,
1: and there is not a chance in hell of them competing with the Longhorns. None, zero, zilch, nada.
0: I'm just thinking of it like, like, uh, is football? I mean, heck, the Houston, the Houston Oilers moved out of Texas, so it's not like a guarantee. That Texas is always going to work, right? So I'm just no, no, no. I'm just saying, like a guarantee that an Austin team is going to be successful. Uh, I mean, the Bills are a good team right now. They are. So you're going to move them now. You got to move them now if you want some like some success to immediately start. Because heck, a successful professional team, and yeah, then they could, I guess, entice people to go see them more than the longhorns cuz longhorns haven't done anything in a while but, but that's that's they hard will,
1: they the
0: that's i don't hard. care
1: i don't care if they win the super bowl mhm nothing it's, they will not overtake the longhorns
0: that's almost like ls like the, saying the new orleans saints would overtake lsu because that's not happening either cuz
1: except, I, except I, worse because Because LSU isn't even in New Orleans.
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean, because if anybody's been to Louisiana, LSU is everywhere. 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 I I went to like the middle of nowhere in Louisiana. And there was LSU stuff all over the place. I didn't see Saints stuff. Like I barely saw Saints stuff. And they won the Super Bowl and they had Drew Brees and all those, like the Saints have been a good team for a while now, but there was LSU stuff everywhere. And this is before they had won a a recent national championship, but it's so more ingrained than, than the Saints and the Saints have been a team for a while too. They've been a They've bad been a team, team for a while.
1: since but... the 70s, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, they were a bad team for a while. It not really... Their... The Drew Brees period was their only real moment of success, but...
1: It does not matter. Yeah. The Bills, or whatever team goes to... Whatever team would go to Austin... It,
0: it's... Will... It's futile. Never. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, it's almost like we will never go to McDonald's to get the BTS meal, because it's been... A while and we none of us have gotten it to try it out, so we're sorry, McDonald's. Like, I promise you, we don't hate you. We don't, all right. I like your breakfast, I don't really frequent McDonald's much, but I like the breakfast in comparison to the other places. And maybe that's maybe it's nostalgia speaking because I always remember every time we went to Disney World uh, and we, you know, we're heading out in the morning, whatever we would go to the McDonald's to get the McDonald's breakfast. Right. You know, it was like a almost, it was pretty much traditional at that point. So maybe it's that nostalgia and that's why I like the McDonald's breakfast just slightly more than like a Burger King breakfast. I haven't tried Wendy's breakfast at all. Neither Taco Bell. I don't know. Eating Taco Bell breakfast kind of scares me. Like, I know I'm not getting into heaven, but I definitely am not getting into heaven if I eat Taco Bell for breakfast. <laughs> oh boy yeah the bill's relocating I mean
1: I, I, they will they would be insane to do that it's, I'm I mean I, I I've I've seen pretty bold-faced attempts to try and convince a city to pay up. I don't think I've ever seen one that ridiculous. At least Montreal has had a baseball team before. At least Las Vegas has sports teams now that are succeeding. Yeah. At least Oklahoma City showed that they could support a basketball team in the wake of Katrina. Right. It's one thing if they were to put a different sport in Austin; it might work.
0: Yeah, like the NHL or, or the NBA, right? Like it we've might seen, work. like the NBA is really the NHL. Their their big thing is like all the Canadian teams, right? Um, and then the NBA is like, well, they're in Portland, they're in San Antonio, they're in Utah. Uh, that's that's whereas. Major League Baseball and the NFL are really for the most part just stick to the to the big cities, right? Right. The big cities that we, we just think of when you think of the United States. And I think really the NFL's I think the real outlier is like I I mean Buffalo is one of them, that's for sure. And because Jacksonville, that's another one. That's a big outlier. And aside from that, it's, it's everything's kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, Houston, I expect that. Dallas, yeah, for sure. Arizona, mm-hmm, Miami, Tampa, New York, finally, LA. <laughs> now they got two teams there, but. Right. Um, and then San Francisco, and then, well, and Vegas is their new ploy, but Austin, Texas. I mean, have you talked to or have has there any been has there been any like talk of like RCFB about that from like any Texas people with regards that's to like not how... really
1: within the purview of RCFB. <laughs> it's out, out of their
0: TV. jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, that's but I'm just just trying to gauge the interest. Of... There would
1: be no interest
0: because I'm just thinking, all right, the the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, not only do they permeate the United States, but they definitely permeate Texas by a long shot. Right. And
1: that, and we're not, and that's not even, you're right. We're not even talking about the
2: The having the
0: Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys. And, And then really the Texans are Houston, you know, it's, it's that, but
1: Houston will always be play second fiddle to Dallas to Dallas.
0: Right, and an Austin team, the Austin Bills. Even just saying that sounds weird, right? Yep. Yeah, that that just sounds weird. It's almost like they they would have to like change their name, like the like the Oilers did when they moved to Tennessee, or as immediately change it. But yeah, a couple seasons later, they did change it because they had to it seems that way oh we didn't even talk about the cleveland guardians last episode last episode we we have to talk about that we gotta
1: talk about that
0: yeah uh oh okay, yeah let's move on to that because we can keep talking about this and how but yeah i do not like the idea of the austin bills ugh. yeah that, ugh. Uh, that just i mean what okay i guess slight slight kind of if we if we had to like let's say the nfl handed us the buffalo bills like you know what you guys are moving to austin regardless I'm like, okay but you guys come up with a name and logo whatever i'm like okay what do we name the austin team andrew well the austin stevens
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i would i would say i would go along uh what am I saying? Uh I would try to go with, with another alliteration. I figure if Buffalo Bills try uh, and find an A somewhere.
0: Ah, uh, that's hard. Austin,
1: Austin well not antelopes, but <laughs> I just Austin love Armadillos. that Charles
0: mustache that just popped up on the right hand corner.
1: <laughs> Get the take, uh, everybody. Austin Armadillos.
0: Huh. That's a good one. The ah, with the ah, the both similar sounding A's, right? Armadillos are in Texas. It matches football with the armor and stuff, right? Oh, that's really good. I can't top that. I I can't. I'm sure... I mean, the only thing I would say... Is They'll probably do something stupid and militaristic like the Austin Armory or something like that, you know?
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: But the mascot could be an armadillo regardless. (laughs) Yeah! Armadillo sounds really good. I'd be into that. If I had a minor league baseball team in Austin, Texas, that's what I would name them. For sure. The Armadillos. Yeah, I can't top that. You win, Andrew. You win. <laughs> you are now the owner of the Buffalo Bills, and you will now relocate them to Austin. <laughs> and just like, if there's one thing I know for sure is that we'll be back before the Longhorns are back. Jab. <laughs> that is, that is Especially in cute. the SEC now. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah,
1: that's... They are... Uh they're doing but they have
0: so much money to compete like i feel like they could find a way if they they could pay their way through they could pay their way back into like getting the best coaches and the best whatever um
1: there's there's only there's only so much you can do there's only so much
0: money you can throw at a problem (laughs) all right
1: (sighs) there was a uh i don't know congresswoman uh i don't know what legislation to
0: try and get the longhorns to be better (laughs)
1: um who but this woman there was a uh a a hearing in the texas government or whatever Mm -hmm. talking about the future of college sports in texas and this woman she was a graduate of tcu Asked the Texas president or Texas athletic director, I don't remember exactly, asked him how much, what was their athletics, what was Texas' athletic budget in a year? He said 225 million. Hmm. And she said, and you still went three and seven against three and nine against TCU. Woo! Oh, burn, baby, burn. And TCU is not that great. They're okay. Oh. And then she followed it up later on and said, so I guess you, uh, I guess Texas fans would rather lose to Alabama than TCU.
0: Ooh, oh, man. ooh, damn. This that get, oh. get the Ron Burgundy picture up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Charles always uses on our group chat. Oh, man. Oh that that's awesome. Uh, did they record that? Is there a video of that? that oh was, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that's public record everybody.
1: <laughs> but um Yeah, it's it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a lot of effort for Texas to be anything any time
0: soon. <laughs> any type of anything. <laughs> All right, so but let's let's get out of this. Let's head on over to the the I guess one of the big announcements for baseball, it's the Cleveland Guardians. So, yeah. we didn't talk about it last week and we didn't get any of our opinions uh I, I would like to hear what Charles would have to say, but uh, so uh the Cleveland the team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians right now. Mm-hmm. Uh they announced, what is it? Last, was it last season when they announced that they were going to change their, their yes. name? So, and of course there's a the big controversy with regards to um, with regards to the, the team name because it's uh, uses a very uh, non-flattering Native American imagery which of course Chief Wahoo has been discontinued by the team yeah. for for a few seasons now, but they're still the Indians, which is, of course is not correct when you think about it from an ethnic standpoint, because Native Americans are not Indians. They were just mistakenly called by Indians by the Europeans who got here and thought they were in India, but they are not Indians.
1: Thanks, Columbus.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so. Uh, Cleveland adopted the team name of Indians, and I, I, I don't know what their entire naming history is, but I don't think they've been the Indians for their entire history. I'm not sure. I have to look. But there have been other teams in Cleveland uh, that have had different names, and uh, one of them that – actually, let me see. He usually uh, – uh, Chris Kramer's I will never forgive has.
1: Cleveland for not going with the Spiders.
0: Yeah, that that's one of the historical names in the past, right? The, the Cleveland Spiders, uh, and people have had their mock-ups of the logo and the hat logo that could have been paired with it. There's some amazing ones using the current block C as like the ab, as the um, as uh, one, I guess one of the abdomens of the of the spider and all that stuff. Like it looks great, it looks fantastic, but they didn't go with it. They instead went with the name Guardians. So they 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 it's kept the DNs from the Indian's name and added gar to it.
1: It's just so
0: eh. bland. Right? Like So eh. unimaginative. Like meh. It's a meh type of uh name. And and look, uh, and I'm trying to pull up the uh the logo and stuff um from Chris Creamer's website, but like the Indians have had some pretty okay looks. Uh, I thought some of their stuff from like the seventies looked pretty cool. Uh, with their their red uniforms, the kind of crooked Sea, all that stuff. I thought those were pretty cool looking. Um, and the block C was for the most part like very generic and temporary. Right? We they they, they knew. They've been working towards this, eliminating Chief Wahoo from the hats, then eliminating him from the sleeve of the jersey, then eliminating him as the primary logo. This, is, this has been years in the making. They've been trying, they've been slowly prepping the people of Cleveland for this. Right. So I, it just seemed like, I guess they really didn't want to go with Spiders. Because I guess there's some historicals. Like I think the one of the Cleveland Spiders teams is probably one like, the, one of the worst the teams only, to ever play baseball. The only reason teams. I can
1: think that they wouldn't want to go with spiders is because arachnophobia.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's some other phobia. Like some people are scared of bears and certain other things, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's I, it makes no
0: sense. Yeah, it doesn't make entirely too much sense, does it? But. They're gone with I mean, Guardians.
1: It was, it was there for the taking.
0: Yeah, they've gone with Guardians and But wait, there's more. Yeah. Okay. Have
1: you seen what uh what controversy they've gotten into?
0: What, with the Guardian's name now? Mm-hmm. Is it a Marvel thing? No. Okay, good. Um <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: There's already a team called the Cleveland Guardians.
0: Really? Are they what are they like a lacrosse team or something?
1: It's an amateur roller derby team.
0: Oh. Oh, they can buy that about. Come on now.
1: But man, do does the roller derby team have the baseball team by the Cajones cuz
0: they don't want to let it go. Are they really they want? Raise, a, they, they want a ton of money. You know,
1: basically it'll just be name your price.
0: Yeah, or they'll probably be like, uh, "We want royalties, or something for each sale of whatever merchandise." Right? You sell right. a hat with the Guardians' name or whatever the Guardians' logo, then you know we get a cut of that. And feed, feed, our, feed our kids and our grandkids and our great grandkids for. For future on end, kind of apparently like the the San Antonio Spurs situation.
1: Apparently, there's already a possibility that uh, they'll still be going to the uh, going to Court. the courts.
0: Hmm. Oh, we'll see. Well, oh, this will be interesting. Uh, I guess trademark, IP law, stuff popping up here. Hmm. For sure. Well, for now, they are tentatively going to be called the Cleveland Guardians, uh, and sucks. um, the Cleveland Guardians, and look, I, I, why does this thing always freeze when I do this? I think it's it's the browser, but I'm trying to lower this. There we go. Uh, will it not re? it's uh, Chris Kramer's website. Well. There, there's the, the the script mark, and I'll, I'll try and pull up the the other one. So they got the Guardian script, which doesn't look too. I mean, it looks I more. I
1: have no problem with the logos, especially the guard the Guardians word mark. I think as much as I hate the name Indians, that word there the Indians word mark is classy. It is classic. I love it. You know, one of my favorite movies growing up was Major League,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know that's that is just such an iconic logo. Yeah. Um, you know, I I have no qualms with the logo set, except maybe for the one that's the wing G. Yeah, O-ball that's that's the that's-
0: only one that everything else seems like okay. That's all right. Very generic. Let's okay. That I get that the the c the block c they've kind of created a different version of it to look slightly different it's like okay that's that's fine they got the cleveland um, uh, script which isn't bad either the guardians it's like okay it's very uh, basebally look to it a little kind of like derivative of their current script uh, font but just a little more blocky different different style but yeah that g with the wings and the baseball is not good. That's not a good logo.
1: That is not a good logo.
0: From a design standpoint, uh, it's, it's you, not you, a good logo. You
1: know your design standpoint. That's, that okay, is. for
0: me, and this is, and, and I understand the significance of the Guardian's name, and I, I like where they were going with it with regards to inspiration, right? Looking around the city. Uh, With regards to the Guardians of Transportation, which is uh, also kind of sounds stupid, but hey, uh, I guess. like I, I understand where they got the wings from, because it's the wings on these big giant Guardian guys over there, and it's right across from the stadium on this big giant bridge. But this logo's design is not good not good it's not even that sharp it's it's uh there's just there's just a god to it It, it, like uh, it's almost like oh you want to say it's for a minor league teams but i don't want to say that either because there are some pretty there's some minor league teams that have really sharp logos really really nice logos
1: i'll be honest that's bad, even for a minor league
0: logo. Exactly. That's what that's what I mean. It looks like the baseball looks like clip art that they took from something else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's just like a very generic type of thing. And the G is going with the kind of like the the blocky script that they have for like the Guardians in the in the script logo. And then they have the wings, which look. Very plain and not very sharp looking. I know they're supposed to like mimic the ones that they have on the on the statues here. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I were to change this, I'd get rid of the baseball. Mm-hmm. I would. It wouldn't be three D anymore. I'd just make it two D. Just just from its side, just the G with the wings in the back, and that's it. And maybe sharpen up those wings to look like, I I don't know, a little... uh, It looks too soft to me. I I want some edge to it, in a way. I want some edge to it. But the 3D type of look, it doesn't work in this. It really does not work at all. Or, I mean, you could have got, like, if you wanted, like, this... You could have incorporated the head of this guy, right? It could have just been his head. Uh... Like the Ottawa Senators logos, where it's the Senator from the side, and you have the big wings and whatever, it could have looked something akin to that, And there's already a concept here that somebody has. look, I just look I, I just thought of that right now, but somebody's already tried it out. And this isn't too bad either, right? Do you see mm-hmm. it? I, I maybe maybe slightly more simplified little more i don't know angular i would say but i i don't mind this one in comparison to what we got which is that and then i mean other people have tried other things here you've got this one here that one's not bad either that one's not bad either like if you had to go with or yeah i think this would have uh like, if you wanted to show off a guardian, then show off and guardian. Don't just put a G with the baseball. Nobody knows what the hell that means. Right. It's meaningless. Different colors couldn't have hurt either. Yeah, Freddie. The, gosh, the Indians. I mean, yeah, they they had a lot of opportunity to do something different, right? They, because how many teams are navy, red, and white?
2: There's Quite a so few. many.
0: There's, there's way too many and I just did on Marlins history I did I have this thing called wrong team Tuesday where I'll post video I'll post uh, pictures of, of former players or, or teams that, or guys that, that used were for formerly Marlins wearing uniforms of different teams so I just posted one of Starling Marte with the Oakland A's and somebody commented like hey he actually looks pretty good in an A's uniform I'm like yeah because the A's uniforms are amazing the green, the yellow slash gold, whatever you want to call it, and white. I mean that combination of colors just pops. Whether you use the the current green that they use or the Kelly green, either one, like it just pops. It, those colors yeah. just work together. Like it's only beaten by teal and black. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know that that's that the the Indians could have done something else because. I mean the color schemes of the teams in their cities. So you only have really, like, if you want to go with the major league sports, the Cleveland Browns who wear orange and brown and black and whatever, and then you have the Cleveland Cavaliers who wear like uh, what is it? Burgundy and and yellow and gold, whatever. Like those are those are pretty unique in in sports and their baseball team uses the generic thing I know they've been using those colors for I don't know how many years but you've already changed the name from something that's been there for quite a long time they haven't been they haven't won the World Series in a long long time I mean just hey, you, if you're gonna switch it up maybe switch it up completely just completely just do the whole shebang
1: I mean it 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 reminds me as I keep harping on about how Tampa should incorporate the lightning, should incorporate more black, yeah, because they look like the Toronto Red Wings or the yeah, Detroit you, Maple Leafs.
0: Like, even this one did you see this one with the C? With this, I mean, and oh, maybe that looks, good. that looks good. And it, you know, for those, uh, you know, certain individuals, it kind of looks like an Indian if you're really pissed off that they're changing it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it looks like the Guardians dudes as well. I mean, you got this one here. There's... They could have done better. And heck, there was a New York Guardians. In the... Was it the... Are these... Is this the XFL or the AA? Oh, no, it's the XFL. XFL team. Oh, that might get played out in the... uh, In the court thing. They might pop this out as an example. Hey, there was a New York Guardians; they didn't have an issue, you know. The XFL, Vince McMahon's not calling us right now to complain. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the lawyers will say that, you know. But uh, heck, even this line has the little streaks on the on the side here. You could have just changed that into a human head, and boom. And to look like the the statues right here, and you, you could have like. Like even the the amateur, or, I mean, hey, they, they might be pros. They're probably pros, like people professionals, but that are not from Major League Baseball or Cleveland Indians or, or gosh darn, I already said the Indians. See that's, that's gonna be a, that's gonna take a little bit,
2: mm-hmm. uh, or
0: the, uh, or, or I guess Nike. They might be helping out with this, but that design is not good. It's no bueno. It, it's just not good it's gosh I mean, what was the last logo change for a major league team the marlins i guess it was the marlins that i can think of that that was drastic uh that was like a change to the primary you know St. i think it was the marlins, marlins. was in 12. No, in 2019 it was in 2019 the current marlins look
1: oh right yeah. sorry my bad yeah, uh,
0: I think it was because I can't think of another yeah, team that was let's... changing. And I think, and look, I like the Marlins' current look. I just think that just put it in teal, black, and silver and with a little bit of orange, and it'll look fantastic. That's all. Nobody would complain. Or you could just go back to what it was, and everybody will be happy, especially me. Okay, well, the Cleveland Guardians are getting spanked by the Toronto Blue Jays right now. So no matter what they look like or what you call them, they're getting spanked right now. Oh, boy. Yeah, just I'm not a fan. Just not a fan right now. No. (laughs) All right, so uh, Starship Enterprise vibes. (laughs) Did you see that?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of that.
0: Why? Because my sister posted it, not me. Oh, no, but I, that's funny. It also looks like the Enterprise. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so where are we? Uh, we are so far... Oh, we're an hour in, dude. That You know what that means. Non-sponsor time. Yeah. Okay. Let me just flip that. Get that graphic going. So, people, places, things, concepts, what have you, that we've been enjoying over the past week. Andrew, what have you been enjoying over the past week?
1: Uh... Can you go first?
0: Can I go first? All right. So... Oh, man. Let me get actually set up for this i'm laying down in bed while i'm doing this show (laughs) oh gosh oh man so uh right now it's kind of been doing a lot of like uh self-improvement all that type of stuff that's that's kind of been my thing lately but uh, I I do need to start watching my physical health a lot more. I'm getting older, Andrew. I am. It's it's not it's not good, right now. Like the creaking, the just getting up, like it is getting bad. It is getting bad, and I I don't like this. I don't like it, but I can't help it. It's it's gonna happen. So I just got to get better at it. And so recently, I was afflicted with uh, the plantar plantar fasciitis or whatever. Ooh, okay. I mean, I, 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 w- I didn't get it completely diagnosed or whatever, but it just, you know, I couldn't really walk well. Uh, I had been running a little too hard, just, mm. just pushing myself too much, trying to get faster and faster, and it just wasn't going good. So uh, thanks to the internet and stuff, I've been finding ways to try to help me out. I, I changed my shoes, went back to uh, an older pair of shoes that were more durable I, and I, uh, my non-sponsor goes to these souls that I bought. So I bought these on Amazon. So our overlord, Jeff Bezos, got more money from me. <laughs> but let me let me look at them. Uh, actually, we're well, just going to go Amazon right now. Okay. And we'll look for it from here. Uh, so I bought these from the Easy Feet store. But uh so that's that's who my non-sponsor is. So easy feet. Uh, where is arch support insoles? Let's just put the ones for men here. So ah, here they are, right here. That's the first one. So arch support insoles for men and women. Shoe inserts, orthotics, flat feet, whatever. Running, athletic gel shoe insoles. That's what I got. Bought them, my size. Stuck them into my shoes. Replaced the old soles with the new ones. And uh, through just being careful with the way, uh, with how hard I'm walking and stuff like that, doing stretches, doing massages, and wearing these to support my walking, I'm getting better. I'm getting much better. So, wasn't expecting a Sonic Unleashed cameo tonight. You know, Freddy, uh, I've got the Xbox 360 right now, and I haven't played the 360 slash PS3 version of that game and Sega refuses to release it on PC. So I might actually buy that off of eBay. I was looking on Amazon to see if they had like a new copy of it, but I guess Sega hasn't printed it in like in like 13 years, which is understandable So I will uh, I might just buy that just to play it through it and just have it in my collection just because I'm getting rid of a lot of my my uh, massive collection doesn't mean i'm not gonna have a collection i will have a collection i just will learn to unload them when i need to to make the most money Mm -hmm. now it's become a a business and investment in in, uh, uh venture for me so anyways back to this um andrew this uh was it this yeah it was this week this week i actually ran like truly ran for the first time in a while using these orthotics and it took a little bit, uh, maybe half a mile in, it, it hurt, it hurt a little bit, but it was just me working through it, uh, massages, stretches, all that stuff, and, and I was good to go from there. After that, no pain whatsoever, and even now, no pain, Like I, my, it was getting bad. I, I, was, I would be laying in bed, and my feet were sore, but, and I wasn't doing anything so that it's really affected me and I haven't been able to exercise which of course will affect the metabolism I'm I'm trying to fight that so thanks to these I'm able to walk normally and I'm getting back to on that road to recovery and I and then you know they're they're gonna stay in those shoes for a while now so thank you easy feet for your product I read the reviews tons of reviews on there they got 21,000 raises four and a half stars I made sure to read and, and, and research it. I didn't want to just buy any old thing and stick them in my shoes and then ruin my feet even further. So I wasn't going to do that. But uh, uh, thanks to these, um, I'm walking normally again. I, I, and you really you really don't get it until your feet really, really hurt. And it's like, I can't walk normally. I just, like no matter what other shoes I was wearing, I was like, this. I can't. I'm not moving fast enough. And then, um. now I'm virtually almost pain free there's still a little bit, little bit of soreness but I think that'll just work itself out soon enough and I'll, I'll start working my way back to truly like really running and, and jogging at the pace that I was going at before I got hurt so promo code foot finish
1: <laughs> okay wow <laughs>
0: All right, all righty. Oh man. man.
1: Okay. Um. Wow, I was I was not expecting that.
0: I was I was really I was stalling towards the end, trying to think of one. And I'm like, I'll just go with this one. All righty. Oh man. I mean, I
1: don't kink shame, but no. Oh, all right. It's 2021. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Mine. My non-sponsor is the Amazon Fire Stick.
0: Oh, more more money for <laughs> our overlord. I know. Okay. Um, but it it
1: it is a wor- it has been a worthwhile investment. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's it opens up
0: the world to turns your dumb TV into a smart TV. Precisely
1: um you know i've got netflix on there hulu disney plus espn you name it it's on there and it's really made watching tv very more interesting now because i don't really have cable um i got a few yeah. channels that came with my internet package but I don't watch I don't watch cable. Um so this is my way of staying connected with the shows that I know and love. Yeah, I, mean, I would I would highly recommend it. You don't have to get the full shebang. Any any one will really work to be honest and
0: I mean, it's not—it's it's not that expensive. This, it's, I mean, a brand it's really new one is forty expensive. bucks just for a brand new one.
1: Yeah, it's—it's really not that expensive at all. Um, yeah, I, I can't re- recommend it highly enough. And then there are other, shall we say, Knock not, off. not possibly legal oh means there are there are alternate means shall Mm -hmm. we say of watching certain
0: programs and events programming
1: especially sports Mm -hmm. um there are different means and i i won't say what they are because i don't want to get in trouble but these these means do exist and those are also very beneficial to have.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I've uh, uh, not the I, I've seen these, you know, from afar. I think I think I know what you mean. You know, it's just sometimes, sometimes you just want to watch the Vancouver Canucks. Yep, <laughs> and they're not visiting the Florida Panthers. So how else are you gonna watch them? <laughs> I get you. I understand. for sure. Okay. so yeah man, the, the the fire I have the fire TV, so it's basically, hey, it's the, the stick but built into the TV, right? Right. Uh, so that's what I have. that's what I'm using. That's what I'm watching right now to do this show. and mm-hmm. it's great. It's, it's amazing. It's very it's so convenient. These, this little control is really convenient. It's, it's very simple to use. It's got the buttons here. I got Prime Video, Netflix, HBO. I can just click that and it'll go immediately to that thing. Um, I have a PlayStation View button. That's how old this one is. I have a PlayStation Damn. View button on mine when Sony used to do that. When it was their streaming service that they had. So at the, I, uh, PlayStation, you can't do that no more. Uh, what does this do, actually? Hold on, let me click this to see what it does now that it's, it's dead. Oh, no, it just takes me to the live TV um, section. All right, that's, that's a good thing to put it in. I can just watch stuff. But, yeah, it's easy to – there's so much, so many ways to get free TV shows with legitimate means. Like you got Pluto TV, which was a non-sponsor that Charles has, has, uh, has talked about. You got uh, – was it Fubo? That's another one. Fubo. yeah you got that uh, there's there's uh, IMDB has it uh, I think that's owned by Amazon so they've got a ton of free shows um, and movies too um,
1: and I, I like it The problem is there are so many streaming services out there you can't possibly you'll
0: never keep yeah you can't keep up
1: you can't keep up and you can't pay for them all it's yeah you unless you're Jeff Bezos.
0: So but, yeah, that's that's a yeah that's the issue right now, right? People cutting cable, but then they got to decide, all right, which of these things am I going to buy? Because
1: you've got, I mean, luckily there's a partnership between Disney and Hulu. Yeah. You have a, you have a bundle which is Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Yeah. So that saves you money. It saves you like three or four dollars a month.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then you've got Netflix, which is for your basic amount is like sixteen bucks a month. Last time I remember. Then you've got Hulu. There's there's no overlap on these things. Yeah, and. As it comes to live TV, you know Hulu's an option, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you've got YouTube TV.
0: Yeah, ESPN you... Plus for sports. But
1: ESPN Plus is only for sports.
0: I'm yeah. talking about oh, just general in general stuff. Right. Yeah, you have uh, but ESPN
1: Plus, but YouTube TV also has some, uh, also has some sports on it. Right. But you could easily. Easily spend over a hundred dollars
0: a month on subscriptions
1: on subscriptions alone,
0: yeah. And how much more are you saving from getting an actual cable package in that case, you know? And I mean, to some extent, it might be
1: worth it because for a hundred dollars, you're getting much more than you would on a standard cable package, Mm. you know. A standard cable package won't have Netflix or Hulu, but. The whole point of cutting the cord is to save money. Right. So the the problem is that $100, is it going to go to a bunch of streaming services or is it going to go to your cable? I don't know. Yeah. So these alternate methods will continue to exist while these streaming services continue to just be so damn expensive.
0: Yeah, well, they try and figure something... I mean, sheesh. Like, right now, and I guess we'll go off on this tangent, because why not? Like, what I use at the moment, and this is in tandem with what I piggyback off of, like, family members, which is kind of kind of the sweet thing that I have. Like, my sister and, and my brother-in-law, you know, uh, they they... They use they have, they have Xfinity So they have a pe- cable package and all that stuff They have Xfinity And uh, I piggyback off of that So I, I can watch it with my My Amazon TV Because there's an Xfinity app And you can watch some things uh, That are live TV that you, with, with just that or the phone um, Like the NBA Finals I watched the NBA Finals like that So that, that was pretty cool I, uh, Netflix, the same thing take off of that so i got netflix um and then amazon is just me i I pay for that myself so that's uh, but i guess the amazon stuff is kind of like i i dig it because i get the prime videos and you get the you know fast free shipping and i also get the video games so it's kind of been working out for me with regards to that so that's that's and, and yeah, and, and the Twitch subscription. You also get Twitch Twitch um uh subscription with it, like the like it's the premium one. So all that works out for me. But aside from that, I don't feel the need to get like I definitely don't feel the need to get Peacock. Charles gets it because it's WWE. We right. know that. Uh, like like ESPN, like you know, I mean I
1: I will say this about Peacock. If you have Comcast Xfinity already then it's free.
0: Oh, oh crap, then I don't have to download that because my sister has it. So, I'll I'll get that, but even then like there's not much on NBC that I want to watch. So, like all the shows like 30 Rock and that's all gone. I ain't watching that. Um and then there's like uh there's CBS. I'm not watching nothing on that. There's a CBS one. Was it the Paramount? Whatever. It's Paramount TV. Well, it's
1: now Paramount Plus.
0: Yeah, Paramount Plus.
1: And it's it's CBS.
0: Nickelodeon.
1: Nickelodeon. It's got movies. It's yeah. got whoever the hell still watches MTV. Yeah. You can go watch it there.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then there's HBO Max, which right. I guess is the... Like, if I were to get something, that probably be the one that would entice me to get it. Right. Because of there's the massive selection. They have all the DC stuff and Godzilla and all that stuff that I like. And then that's
1: another thing about these streaming services.
0: You know, I...
1: My family and I really only watch one thing on HBO.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things I was discussing with a friend of mine. She was like, like... She... Uh, and a lot of people are doing this. They're... Like let's say a particular show is on that you want to watch, like Mm. like Disney Plus. Like okay, you want to watch the the Star Wars stuff, right? Like Mandalorian, and you know that they come out with like a season of it. Uh, And maybe you you can wait, and you're not that big on getting spoiled or whatever. You can avoid spoilers, so you wait until like the whole season is over, and then you. You order it, you watch it for, for like a month, you, you have it for like a month, and then you end your subscription after that month. And you right. watch whatever you wanted to watch on Disney+. Plus. Because by that point, there are movies and stuff that have been added to it that you can watch within a month. And then it wouldn't be that bad. And then you stop, and that's it. I mean, there's so much other stuff to kind of keep you entertained. I mean, for me, like, I don't really watch TV shows much. Like I'm watching stuff on Netflix or on Amazon Prime, but I'm not watching much. You know, I'm mostly in focus on the video games and stuff and sports. That's it. That's what I that's what that's what gets me off. All right. <laughs> Not just the plantar fasciitis souls that I stick in my feet <laughs> in my shoes. Oh boy. Okay. So, yeah, Amazon Fire and freddie has got a couple there. Actually, ESPN fan- fantasy basketball and hockey back for 2021-22. And those are his co-non sponsors. So we know Freddie. We know he loves his fantasy sports. He's all about that. Uh, I can't get into it. The only fantasy sports that I play are video games. <laughs> That's the most that I can get into. And we'll see if Charles takes the plunge back into NFL. Or are you gonna change the plunge? Take the plunge back into the NFL, Andrew? Probably. Fantasy football. Because if there's one thing I I, I know Charles has kind of said like he wouldn't go back, but I kind of want him to just so we can get his like weekly Besos his Besos, <laughs> who who gets the big kisses on the lips every week? Because <laughs> that was always a fun segment to hear from uh, you guys about who who did who did best for you guys on your fantasy teams, you know, or who who really who really uh, pooped the bed. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well. Uh, that's yeah. That's the, it from the word from non-sponsors. Um, that's. Uh, let's see. I, I think I had. I had something. I, well, I had some 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 leftover small segments in the past from last episode that we didn't get to. But I just want to go with, like an Olympic update. Did you uh, anything that catch your eyes in the Olympics, Andrew, over this past week? Uh, well, I'm
1: watching skateboarding right now okay which is which is cool um mm-hmm. i think it's their first year in the olympics yeah um i watched fencing a little bit but and again well first off i hate comcast the only reason i have them is out <laughs> of necessity because yeah. they're the only cable provider an internet provider in the area yeah um and even then, they're prone to outages. I mean, that's why I had to take the bar exam at your office.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you've got that. But when it comes to the Olympics, you can't find anything. It's impossible to, to find any sort of sports. And as someone mentioned... On Twitter, and it's absolutely mm. true. The Olympics are can, the one can, time can
0: every. We, can we uh, can we spin this into a Gottliebs goons? Because that sounds very goonish. They've had they've had four, you know, and people complain about their coverage of the Olympics, the Olympics. every four or two years. You know, like the, the Winter Olympics and the and the Summer Olympics. So I think we can do that, right? Let's can let's hit have them a goons. We have Charles
1: on the
2: line. I
1: was about to say every three years. I just oh, came
0: just hey now,
2: hello
1: um so yeah uh inadvertent last minute Gottlieb boone i suppose is is nbc because as someone mentioned on twitter and i i didn't really think about it but i absolutely agree the olympics and I'm i'm grouping in winter olympics here um the olympics are the one time every two years in a normal scenario this was odd because we're going to have a winter olympics next year but you you get my point here the the olympics is the one time every two years that you're going to care about curling or épée fencing or equestrian um or what's another winter sport um uh bandy bandy yeah bandy or 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 or
0: heck figure skating
1: figure skating or uh for summer swimming no one gives a shit about swimming except for the olympics
0: yeah yeah you
1: can't find you can't find any of these little you would think the, the yeah. olympics are the espn 8 of of, of the, the world
0: yeah sports. yeah uh you would think that it'd be something simple right like if they're
2: i don't know i feel like this validates my whole opinion that the olympics don't matter we should all stop watching i, I highly
1: disagree i love the olympics
2: I, I feel like the it's just
0: they need a better ui it's almost like
2: hey remember the weird xbox ui well we made it a 360 now it's more awesome
0: yeah yeah well yeah yeah. So, oh god i, I was I, I was looking at the because i i hadn't played the xbox 360 in like like a decade or whatever since and i was playing that and i'm like wait where's the the curves and all that stuff that you see oh that was changed a long time ago well then so it shows you how much i i played my wii <laughs> Way back when. Oh, boy. So, yeah, you would think it'd be something, like, it's simple, right? You have the NBC Sports app or Peacock or what have you, and just be like, yeah, I want to watch some Greco-Roman wrestling. I need to get off. So
1: and here, and just click that, and there
0: it is, you know?
1: i get an update on am, your phone.
0: Hey, it just started.
1: I am normally not one for getting... Uh, getting a streaming service just for two seconds. But if there were a streaming service where for the one month of the Olympics, it would it, it would only it would almost be like a, a month long pay-per-view.
0: Yeah like twenty four seven just whatever's going down that's I what's would, going down.
1: I would invest in that. I would absolutely invest in that
0: yeah and you just click hey the
1: the 30 bucks or whatever
0: yeah you have the selection of the sports all right there hold on let me go on the mbc sports app on my phone because right
1: right now i'm on the peacock app on my amazon fire
2: Mm. is peacock even broadcasting the olympics
0: kind of
2: it's which is which is really bad to say that it's kind of it should be yeah yeah definitely you can't even like it's five bucks a month, and you can't even like sell it for the Olympics as the main show. Instead, you get suckers like me watching the Harry Potter collection to go to sleep and then wrestling. No,
0: you're supposed that to Should be get, your forefront. They're trying to get you to get the NBC Sports app and get you to watch it on there. You know, well, that's what they're trying yeah. to do. Where it's so it's kind of convoluted and complicated. Like right now. On the NBC Sports app, they have it like NBC Prime Time, Olympic Sports, whatever. I, I don't know. What, I right. guess that's like a highlight show. And then the skateboarding. And then they just have track and field coverage, which is, I guess, just track and field coverage. Um, and but then
1: it's, it's... Yeah, it's just... It's, it's all over the place. You got to...
0: Yeah, if you have a normal cable thing and you have to go to USA and figure out where that is and stuff and um
1: or like let's let's canoe, say kayak
0: sprint finals
1: or like let's let's say you know charles i'm gonna bring you in here okay you've got peacock but it has the, of be the wwe network
2: without paying extra without paying extra that, that's the key condition
1: if something that would be smart for nbc to do is ditch the nbc sports package and just say okay for extra whatever a month you get access to nbc sports instead you have to pay a separate amount of money
2: but you know the thing is is that you would want that, but then you get the, like I'll give you an example, Paramount Plus, you know, that was a big switch over from CBS All Access. To right. Everything. I don't have to pay anything additional to watch SEC football really, or any of the uh, college stuff that's on CBS itself. I want to watch the prime time stuff. So you have to see who your, your base is because you, casual viewers are still kind of casually view the Olympics. And I think they're going to get stuck to yeah. the word of mouth of what they should watch. You know anything gymnastics because they're fake Simone Biles people fans frauds. You're all fickle, y'all frauds. Go Simone, we still got you. Oh, say
0: say the frauds, Charles. Because we and Andrew tried it and we couldn't do it.
2: Frauds. Yeah, you see, frauds, That's... trash. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, okay, so I'll, I'll give you frauds and trash Olympics. ROC, trash. <laughs> How could you be the Russian Olympic Committee and still kind of sneak it through? That makes no oh, sense to yeah. me. Oh yeah,
0: I I I hate that. Like,
2: What can I say? Bigotry. What bigotry is this to every other country that's been exploited, but you can come in
0: as if like that really matters to Russia? Oh, they don't have the actual Russian flag on there, but they're still our guys, and they're still gonna go back to Moscow and have the big giant parade and with Putin. Like that's still gonna happen, so they still won whatever medals that they're going back with. It doesn't hurt. Like if you truly just like just really just. They can't compete. Just say they can't compete. Oh, but that would be unfair to the athletes. Well, that's what it sucks for you that you're Russian. Okay? It just sucks for you. That it's it sucks for you that they they were trying to cheat, all right? Or so gosh, sometimes
2: man. congratulations. I welcome bet Rob Man made that decision. I don't know. Welcome to normal society where, you know, the society itself all yeah. fall because of several selfish individuals. There we go. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. Except this time it hits a whole country. You know, it's can I, I'm just going to put it in my godly boom, the whole Olympics committee between people <laughs> complaining about Simone mm. fan base and the actual thing commission. Yeah, people the complaining IOC. about the, uh, the IOC, people complaining about um, I forgot which country it was in their their uh, sportswear. And then you, you got the whole uh, runner situation. I think your last name is Richardson. You know what? Screw you guys. This is why I don't need the Olympics. I hope your viewings suck. Um, I hope you get canceled unless you make it really cool uh bring back olympic boxing there you go but mm. going back to you're gonna have casual have viewers watching box. casual sports I, but i i know they have it but i mean it to be interesting to me oh that's oh. all i'm going on i'm just saying you know it's different when you had olympic floyd mayweather and olympic mike tyson and now i'm like I don't yeah these guys. for the big boys <laughs> for we're, the big we're boys. going there yeah, Muhammad we, Ali.
0: All those guys were,
2: you know, companion. giving giving a shout out to my guy Dan Raphael. Follow us on Twitter at joj. Well, you're not that anymore. Charles the True Jamfriholic <laughs> Sports Goose used to be the bot Maybe I should check
0: to change it back because
2: Or is, give it's... me something to work with because I can't just like evolving and then emojis. Pokemon. Um, and,
1: and hey, I have a question Bulbasaur for you guys. Master. I have a question yes. for you guys. And Freddie, if you're here, whoever's watching, I have a question for you too. <laughs> Do esports. Belong in the Olympics.
2: We would lose to the South Korea all the time. Put on Starcraft, it's game yeah, over. Yeah, it's, it's not even competition. Francisco yeah. and I used to like pair up against dudes, you know, Splatoon. in Japan against Splatoon, and yeah. it, it wouldn't happen, man. Yeah, the only time locked. I would feel like we have a chance is in Mario Kart because there's always the you oh, know, like ah, Blue Turtle Shell. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you don't. Esports is such a wide definition because yes, it does touch. International communities and everything like that. Sure. I mean it, it was it was basically it has been I'm gonna say right now hot take It's been the, the real modern-day Olympics actually brings what I think the Olympics was supposed to bring which is you know unity amongst competition amongst countries Yeah, um because I know for me and Francis can attest this if we went online right now In an hour on Splatoon the minute I saw the Japanese name I knew I had to up my game the spirit <laughs> yeah. competition raise up when yep. I when I see you know uh bj4269 I-, I have to take it easy that means nothing <laughs> to me we're when, when i see like Sunni, i'm like oh shit. I-, I lift uh, up in my chair i put on my bandana i up my music yeah. and we go esports belong in some cor- some form of platforming and someday media entertainment but no one's going to consider it a real sport the same way how people are like curling is a sport my like, curling is a recreational activity it looks fun, but it is not necessarily a sport yeah. to me because, by pure definition, all things could be sport if it has activity and rules, yeah. right? Basics. Dueling could technically be a sport. Why don't I have that in the Olympics? Because it's, <laughs> <you> know, but <laughs> riddle me that. So, yeah. you, you know, know,
0: and I've been thinking, and I was thinking about this. Uh, this is good. This is good, Andrew. I was thinking about this in in, in the car. Like, I'm like, you know, like why aren't there motorsports too as well because I, I feel like that's even a great test of skill I would like to see that just put these guys in the like all these guys like just a stock car or whatever and just put tracks like just a special Olympic track that they do in whatever city and just have the, the you know, guys playing well, for their actual countries uh, or driving for their actual countries that would be pretty cool to see I guess. Uh, Heck, you could have, like, it could even be a mix of guys. You could have NASCAR guys going with indie guys representing the USA, you know. that that I think that would be pretty cool, even though I'm not, you know, I'm not Billy Bob who watches NASCAR, but, like, you know, I'm also, like, when the USA is playing the Olympics, I'm also Berica, so. (laughs)
2: Anheuser-Busch
0: would absolutely love you, though, for
2: the sponsorship. Oh, hell yeah. Because more people... Would literally, you know, support and drink that nasty beer unless you're going to sponsor us. Look, otherwise, I'm not, I'm not your fan. But you know, I'll sell out for anything, just like McDonald's BTS meal. Um, mm. one day we'll try it. One well,
0: day, actually. Oh no, we actually mentioned that. I <laughs> mentioned that like when we never have tried it. When none of us are trying it ever. Uh, also, it was kind of funny how I, I was talking about Vladimir Putin and stuff like that. And we're talking about these countries. And then all of a sudden, like the Mech Warrior thing comes out and says, "Be your own weapon." I'm like, ah. This is nice and peaceful for the Olympics, <laughs> but yeah. Um, where were we going with that, Charles? I'm sorry.
2: Um, very, very, oh, basically, Anheuser Bush to sponsor us, mm. but it, it goes into a lot of things encompassing whether it's esports or other sports, because you know um, your F1 stuff is recognized internationally. Yeah. NASCAR is not recognized internationally, but it's always easy. You just think Ricky Bobby, just bring somebody over. But I, I don't think you're ever going to get it because it's the same way of how how MLB and the National League could be so rigid that they won't do a designated hitter. I don't see the Olympics like expanding because of the rigidity of the spirit of whatever they're trying to instill. Plus, here's the truth. How are you going to make it a spectacle to view? Because part of the thing about the Olympics is the scenery. Track and field, you see a track and field. You know, boxing, you see a ring. What you're going to see is some sweaty guys and girls with some, you know, it's stereotypical, say Mountain Dew Co-Red, but it's definitely going to be some Bang Energy drinks. Cheetos, maybe? <laughs> um, but that will be some residue. You want to sponsor those people. Mountain so. Dew Game Fuel. <laughs> but seriously, so I, I don't think it has an aesthetically pleasing thing. Plus... Let's yeah. be honest here. Half of the people, I'm a, I'm caught. Man, I'm. I mean, I the only they, thing they're more pervs, so they just want to see if, the women in the body all the shorts. If they shirts.
0: would have done esports, this year would have been the one to do it with, like yeah. it being in Japan. I mean, yeah.
2: heck. but Also, what's the game that you get? The, what is the, like? if That's the question you have to ask. What's the game?
0: Yeah, unless it's like, yeah, you'd have to. I mean, there's so many games you have to like. What are you gonna do, like? Over Overwatch or League of Legends or like I I, I I have played Super Overwatch Smash I Brothers. out
2: all the games to represent Overwatch would be like the worst game because yeah. Overwatch is nothing team based right because if you're playing freaking uh you know uh, yeah, got pay- payload or whatever they call it. there's so many because a lot of games are midico stuff yeah payload no one will push for it yeah you know no one will push for it and you know are these guys mentally trained to not rage quit I don't know and what's your qualifications yeah you know, francisco's an s ranking and lost platoon stuff i think he could represent america very well how are you gonna vet me because i don't have sponsorship well i should not have to get sponsorship yeah. i shouldn't have to i mean yes i need sponsorship but i shouldn't have to be like oh i dedicate my life as being mlg back in the halo days when we mm. were playing um i played against mlg guys i forgot the name of it when you're trying to get the ball um it was one of those unloved but purely loved game modes and it's gonna get to me later but you know what's your qualifications it's too complex because you know why andrew mm. esports is not going to work because there's only one simone Biles, there's only one michael phelps you know to a degree you know there's only one uh somebody give me another yeah uh, like, i know there's some
0: i know there's some folks that can name certain like i guess quote unquote stars of a no. gaming community
2: you, you but take away I, all I, the people I, from street fighter and yeah. evo because i can't do those fighting games you and i can hand in their ass i'm just saying it right now and that's the problem
0: yeah yeah all right i can hold my own Mario Kart. i can hold my own damn Splatoon. Right. yeah i can figure it out you know uh, yeah just like the fighting games are probably the only ones that i could see like who take actual real skill because <laughs> those are damn hard i right. get good at street fighter or smash or tekken or or virtual fighter or um, guilty gear what have you oh my god we're just the tune-up guys mean you're yeah. trying
2: to play a street fighter game you're like yeah,
0: um I, I need an I, arcade stick. And The one-on-one tournaments in Smash that, that, you know, that play every every couple days, like, okay, I can win round one, but once I get to round two, I'm like, oh, God, this is a teenager that has been playing Smash all summer.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But on a good day, though, we, and here's the thing, Francisco and I, you know, for a good period of time, oh, there's a lizard in my house. For a good period of time, we would play Smash online. It's a baby lizard. No tail. My cat's looking at it. You know, what we do, we just hit at randoms. And sometimes we just kick some dude's butt yeah, or gal's butt. You know, we are an equal opportunity, you know, ass whipper when it comes to Smash Brothers, ladies and gents. If you want to follow us on our gaming tags, you'll know, look in our little stream and they'll go from there. But yeah. I, I I love the concept of it, but how does it fit? What are the yeah. qualifications? It, the Unless, Olympics, they make it seem yeah. so intense. Unless the
0: the only way I could see it even remotely working is if there was a legitimate, like... I don't know like Olympic game that they developed just for the Olympics that I don't know has almost like a Oh,
2: Made Roblox. by EA Sports. No, no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Could you imagine?
0: No, no. You no. have
2: to play the Olympics game at the Olympics. So, virtual no. It would have to be virtual virtual so vers-
0: some, so, something so ver- You know what? Just put Roblox. <laughs> just make it Roblox or something. They have all kinds of games inside of there. And that's basically, and they just have like a special Olympic area just for those athletes, quote unquote, <laughs> for them to do whatever event that they've developed. <laughs> Uh, and it's like, okay, you got four years to train for this lone event, and then what? I have no idea. Yeah, I just don't see that working out. I, I think I think esports has like it, it has its place. I get it. Like I'm not into it, but I know it has its place, and that's fine. And people playing video games and stuff like that, and like it, it's fine. Uh, but I, I sure as hell don't want to get into the smash community because I take showers, guys. I like deodorant. I like smelling good. Yep. I, I like being able to be, you know, attractive to uh, not only women but also other human beings to be near me. You know, and, we we and take also care got, of our parents. Yeah.
2: They don't take care of us.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And we're, we're and you know we we don't secretly uh, have uh, you know sexual assault allegations against us as well. You know, that's I don't want to be part of that community. All we right. never I
2: masturbated like, to a video game character. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, super special. Rule 34.
0: Uh, well, Rule 34 is out there, dude. And it's 2021. We can't king shame. I, I just talked about food, food fetish from my non-sponsor. So you regard. Jesus
2: Christ. I, I mean, I, I'm going to king shame on some Rule 34 stuff. <laughs> because once you see Lamb Chop, you own puppet socks. Oh, did you guys see this?
0: Okay. Because we are we are here now. Um, hold on a second. Uh, I guess we'll still be on the gut. This is, this is Olympic related did you guys see that australia accidentally made olympic furries
2: are you sure it's accidentally (laughs) i mean maybe a lot of of countries i believe it's
0: australia (laughs) um oh god i i gotta be really careful what i put up here but (laughs) yeah uh, australia government accidentally commissions furries (laughs) Here we go. So, they were trying to get like people into the Olympic spirit with like the Australian teams. And I like their logo with like the the kangaroo and the emu. And so like that's pretty cool. But they were using like native animals from Australia and turning them into anthropomorphic versions of those. And I, I don't know, someone didn't get the memo or a designer secretly knew what they were doing and was like, "All right, well, this is technically what furries are, but you guys are paying me, so here we go. And they uh, made
2: furries. Uh, I literally hate the fact that I have a motto in my head of how you <laughs> represent that. It's Kangaroo Jack and to hit it from the back. Hold on. I can't.
0: Hold on. Who, who's it? Uh, The Royal Australian Mint was looking for someone to redesign its boxing kangaroo mascot and created a new one for a series of collectible coins to drum up national pride for the Olympics, the Paralympics. And then, rest assured... The people employing me had no idea what furries were, said the furry designer, Adelaide-based artist, (laughs) Landick. So the designer knew. (laughs) But I did. Oh, man. This is great. Jesus. Uh, This is amazing. Here we are. It's 2021. And we have furries in the Olympics. Well, i think I, I mean one of those athletes has to be a furry like yeah you.
2: and that's the thing too for any even professional you know professional job in the u.s sports wise in the olympics you should hire a um a basically a modern day you know uh not influencer but modern day how do i want to say this like a person who's kept up with the times young person mid-20s gainful employment their experience is knowing not just the woke culture but what how society is going to turn a innocent situation or <laughs> innocuous situation into a perverted dark decrepit yeah. fascinating um thing just like my Rizzo yeah. gets the jizzo that andrew i had a pipe that <laughs> in because i knew i wasn't gonna be fully on the show but any kind of euphemism or twist the turn and listen he hit a home run tonight yeah riz is in the biz i mean biz. she
0: she's been god you guys really really hit on that on i getting that guy wow out of all the three Cubs that were traded, him, Chris Bryant,
2: and Javi Baez, he's been the best one. I'm already in love. Yeah. I, I, you know, we have the cold Jaws, but Riz and the Jizzbiz is going to be a fanat, fan. It's going to be, <laughs> we have to start a new season, but we're going to, like, if he gets re-signed, and he has to get re because if he does not get re-signed, all this means nothing. The man, up close and personal, has, like, the thickest thighs, man. John has got the booty. Yeah. Rizzo's got the legs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love that man!
0: Oh, but, by the, um, by the way, uh, yes. what was your your experience at uh, good old
2: uh, Lone Depot? But did you
0: what did you eat? That most—that's uh, all I really want to know. What did
2: you eat? So I ate got ale stuff. house because coming down, I was uh, stuck in traffic trying to find okay. parking, so I kind of got side hustled by the Cuban restaurant before me to pay additional 20 bucks but I kind of don't regret it mm. because it was easier. Cause I didn't have to be stuck in traffic. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been to Lone Depot before I like it still. Now I, I think it's a good ballpark. It, it's just so weird because it, 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 on some stages on some sides of it, it looks big on some sides of it. It looks small. Yeah. Um. So that's what I get into. But uh, I had Domingo German pitching. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of like screwed up and he pitched well. You guys know about like the weird play where we tagged out going the first, which is great for us. Or the Marlins had tagged out going the first. Mm. I got to see the, you know, Riz in the biz for that jizz, um, hitting a home run, which was beautiful. Um, I guess when we'll do his measurements, it'll be courts. You guys would agree with me. If we can get like goofs out the dark. Um, <laughs> we're, we're going down the deep end. We're, oh, we're, we're mature now. This is what we're going on almost year four, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're, 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 we're adults now. We're men and women of the sports group nation and we're mature. And, um, I mean, there was no D.J. LeMahieu because, you know, playing in the National League, you got to get your pitchers in there, so I didn't get to see him. But Gio Ursula was in, Riz was in. Um, thankfully, I didn't get Jameson on pitching because I would have yelled at him. I'm, I'm the guy's bad luck as we're tied up 3-3 awesome. right now. Um, there was no Chapman. Chad Green was there, and that scared me. But I, I enjoyed going there because that's like the first time, like, I think five years in Yankees I played there. And it saves me additional two and a half hours to go down to Miami as opposed to, going to Tampa. So I was happy with it. I got to wear my Yankee set. I, I um, sat near the visitor's bullpen, essentially a visitor's dugout in near the third base section. A whole lot of Yankee fans in there. Um, I was thinking about doing like a doubleheader with it, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that uh, yeah. because it's, it's like, I want to pay that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. got good tickets. That's the beautiful thing about it. I, I want your team to succeed because I have no dog in that race in the NL. But if it comes to What's like, Derek Jeter. To pay, come on, now. I'm well, I love Derek Jeter, but you know, I was shouting for him. I was, with us too, right? I, listen, I, I was shouting for him saying, I'm here. Jeets. I got the knee pads. I'm ready for you. But you know, <laughs> he, he didn't answer me. Um, but he knew I was eyeing Anthony Rizzo. What a great specimen human being. Anthony Rizzo, follow me, man. it. I'll follow you right now. Um, but I liked it. So for the most part, I just also love how cheap the Miami look, I'm going to do a plug for the Miami Marlins right now. Win or lose, you have aside from COVID, you know, being out there because it's out there. Um, unlike certain governors of State of Florida says, uh <laughs> yeah. um, you it, it is super cheap and inexpensive to place yourself out there. So go see your team, go support it. If you live Palm Beach Down and you know, you know you're interested in baseball, they might not be your team, but go support them because you know we have a lot of transplants. But yeah, go, go like down Depot Park.
0: Go down every other weekend, right? Yeah, you know? it, it, it's literally like nosebleeds. Weekdays are not really uh, Palm Beach County and up
2: <laughs> friendly. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, but we, we we try all the same red to the civil. So I enjoyed it. I, I okay. enjoy it. Look, I enjoy it. No, no offense to you, Andrew. I enjoy Lone Depot Park much more than Tropicana because Tropicana looks like where I'm going to go in the afterlife when I'm stuck in Purgatory. I hate that stadium. <laughs> it is an awful stadium. I wouldn't mind chilling in Lone Depot.
1: I would I would I, I don't disagree with you there. I yeah. wouldn't say it's purgatory bad, but mm. it Lone Depot is definitely a much much nicer stadium. I I won't uh argue there.
0: All right. Uh I just wanted to see if you tried some of the food that I had sent you that the, I, the I would have special food they had just for the Yankees series, you know. The, I would have Italian if Miami Fair. had not been Miami. Yeah, well. Oh well. Oh well. So well I do have a review of another experience that I had, so I went to Dolphins training camp, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Doug had a couple tickets, I guess he got from, I guess from the Dolphins, I guess they were giving like out like a, it was the first day of their opening of their new training facility, right next to Hard Rock Stadium. So that was pretty exciting to see. Like, hey, why not? Let's go head on back to the old baseball stadium. So, and it's still a baseball stadium until the Dolphins win a damn Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah. Which could
2: happen if you get
0: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, they're, they're sticking with Tua. He's QB1 right now. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we went, uh, we got there early. Thankfully, Hard Rock Stadium's parking situation is way better than freaking Drive Pink Stadium and MLS stuff. So, that was easier to get into and their their training facilities basically on the guest west of their of the, it's literally in the same parking lot same structure all that stuff it's 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 Stephen Ross's wacky world right now he's got these i mean the, the, i don't know if you guys have been there lately you got the tennis courts you got the the freaking the carts that they have that can take you from one end of the of the parking lot to the other in the air you know those sky the ski lift type of stuff i've uh, they, been
1: there i've been to the to the place three times in the last uh well, you went for the uh the national championship
0: the so yeah
1: well not just that but i also went for that free tour
0: right but you saw all the stuff that they have now right As around the stadium oh, yeah. they have the the freaking yeah the, the the lift that you can go from one uh end of the stadium to another in the air uh that that's pretty cool like and and now they have the Dolphins training facility and now they're making an F one course out of it. Oh yeah, like Stephen Ross is making that thing everything and everything but aside from a baseball stadium. <laughs> so, uh, so the one thing that the the team the, the stadium was successful at being, as far as uh, championships was concerned, and it's and he's doing everything else with it. But yeah, the new training facility, uh, it's a football practice facility it looks fantastic he spent a ton of money on it i'm sure the dolphins love it they got the indoor stuff we saw them training outdoors they had the stands there it was general admission so it was basically a free-for-all for whatever seats that you could find uh, but the the thing that i like the most like i don't give a crap i was just watching them like doug knew more than i did of course because the dolphins are my fourth favorite team of the teams down here it's all about that Jalen waddle and that uh yeah, I saw we saw Tua, we saw Jalen, yeah. you know, and he was there. We saw we saw Shakim, Andrew, he was there. I'm excited. Um, yeah. so, I might
1: actually go to a, a practice. I might actually go to a yeah, a game.
0: Yeah, or or yeah, head on over to a practice and see if you can catch him. You
2: know, just like hey, where's some UCF stuff. I'm like,
0: oh, dude, can, can
2: you just throw your lot to like the Dolphins though and get away from that terrible? terrible fraud of a coach as urban meyer and jacksonville i mean he already has this andrew, is Andrew's a did we receive I'm did we receive the call. paperwork
0: well i don't know i don't know if he filled out the paperwork i mean we still Give got the season hasn't started I'll fill it out. Uh, there, just go online just google <laughs> just google the bandwagon application you can find it <laughs> anyways andrew uh yeah so like the, the one thing that I did like there, and they had food truck and stuff outside of that and a bunch of stuff for you to sign your your life away to whatever companies were there to sponsor it, um, was the Dolphins had a garage sale there, which was the thing that me and Doug stood in line for, for, for sheesh, maybe like 45 minutes or so just to get in. It was like these, mm-hmm. these these tents or whatever that they had there. And they had a bunch of like the the stuff that the players didn't use over the past couple seasons, like all the extra Nike stuff, like all the Mm -hmm. extra hats and hoodies and shorts and pants and, and, like that was unused unused. And it's just from old stock that they, uh, they had from the past couple seasons. Hey, you want that Cleo lemon hat? I bought bought two hats guys. You know, I'm a hat guy. I bought me a nice gray retro Miami dolphins snapback. Oh, Andrew was in my office. I didn't really show it to you. Uh, but it's there hanging in my office, and then I bought a, um, what was it, uh, gosh, man, I, I it. it's right here, gosh, hold on, let me grab it, okay. this one, well, nobody can see it, because this is a, <laughs> this is an audio program, but it's a, a, a Aqua Miami Dolphins Retro 1972 logo, uh dolphin cap it's uh 4940 stretch fit uh new era cap which was 15 bucks and the other snapback i got was 15 bucks not the 50 dollars david beckham that you were trying to freaking swindle me for at the mls game and i mean brand new brand new i didn't have to you know doesn't doesn't smell like Laramie Tunsil's weed but i'm not sure uh, <laughs> By the way, they were selling Laramie Tunsil uh, uh, jerseys there uh, that I guess he didn't use or he might have used. I'm not sure that were there. And Doug bought a helmet. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he paid
0: he 75 bucks to buy a used helmet
2: yeah, but they, you know what that's bucks better that's better than buying the little ride all like desk helmets that was yeah. like 45
0: no no he bought a legitimate nfl helmet It doesn't have a face mask he's actually gonna look for a, a, a legit face mask to kind of uh screw onto there but he bought a legitimate helmet for 75 bucks It is in. It's below his Xbox Series X right now. He sent me a photo, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I honestly that that was the one thing I loved about the training camp. I I will never go again. Actually, I will go again just for the garage sale. I'll I'll go sit in the parking lot, wait in line, and see what they got next year as far as like the overstock is concerned. And heck, Miami Heat or Florida Panthers or uh marlins at spring training do this please do this please please do this i would love for you guys to do this all of the time because man the deals charles you would have loved it you
2: would i, loved I it. $15 for hats is what the norm should be yeah some of these things are just ridiculous when you all go, right when you find stuff
0: uh aside from that we're at the two hour mark guys uh shall we shall we go Andrew? I mean, you have I mean, anything else or shall we head on over? Let's head over. All right, so let's let's head on over to the cage, guys.
2: All right. Welcome everybody to your weekly Trueplex the cage with Charles. Full disclaimer, wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It is a scripted big fight. It is scripted song, dance, poetry, emotion, ballet, soap operas, jam- dramas, sometimes a little bit of hardcore deathmatch mayhem. Whatever you want to call it, you can constitute, you can make it if you dream it. It's also about men and women chasing championships, trying to beat the holy hell out of each other and find some relevancy in the world and lately trying to find what, guys? Gainful employment because oh, oh, I never thought in my 25 years of being a wrestling fan that uh, my fellow Virgo, Vince McMahon and I, I believe he's a Virgo, his birthday's coming up soon, my birthday's coming up soon. The only thing that differentiates between him and I is I think I have better hair, but he has more money in his wallet. The stars have a line, hell is freezing over, you know, all those people that you never want to talk to are going to call you up and, you know, Virgos and Mars or whatever the hell they call these days because we don't follow astrology. I agree with Vince McMahon on some things. But before we go into the hot topic debate of things. do some catch ups, shall we? I'm going to give an NWA shout out, National Wrestling Alliance, you know, they were kind of making their resurgence lately, Billy Corgan, that's right, that Billy Corgan, the Smashing Pumpkins, he's kind of like running the show, he's been running the show the last two years, three, four, five, something of that nature, fun little fact about Billy Corgan, big wrestling fan, had a supervisory role at TNA Impact, then put some monies into NWA. National Wrestling Alliance, for those who need that memories, so you're thinking, oh, wait, Charles, Ric Flair, National Wrestling Alliance? Yeah. You're talking about Big they Gold 92, Bell?
0: They have followers on Twitter.
2: Yeah, you know, going to like, yeah, how they've been able to remain relevant. They have and they have it. They had launched a YouTube show, which was NWA power with like five R's and had a kick-ass theme song. They had some decent matches on there. They had some highlight guys such as um, you know, Eli Drake, who is now um, LA Knight on NXT, they had a few other people in there. They have um Aldous, I forgot his last name, has his current NWA heavyweight champion, world heavyweight champion, Nick Aldous. Going from there, it, it's been going, but you're saying how have they survived the pandemic? They were hurting, man, they were hurting it pretty badly. Where they let some of the talent go to AEW and be used there and some other stuff so they can get some monies. But the reason why i'm kind of giving the highlight a little shadows is they're going to do a all women's pay-per-view they're aiming to do an all women's pay-per-view head spearheaded by mickey james yes that mickey james who used to wrestle for wwe who was notorious for being kind of like oh there's trash bag of clothes when she was released who was recently released who was very opinionated about vince mcmahon which is fine i'm mickey i'm opinionated about vince your opinion on vince come here i'm not going to pay you or anything like that we will give you the platform by all means follow us on twitter too um they're going to do a all women's uh, wrestling paper vet called nwa empowerment um they've had some names that are listening there i don't know everybody i'm not perfect i know their current nwa champions camille brickhouse so i'm assuming or Camila or camille however you say it she's she's a powerhouse match. she'll beat all three of us down um wait is this along with wrestling waifu May no, no 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 what oh. wrestling wife i think is now back on impact oh okay you know but oh, she may pop in guess the thing you have mm-hmm. talents that are going to be cross-promoting okay. um i i remember her name and i forgot her name it was, i think it's either or something else because it's been a long time since we spoke about wrestling wife would be she she kaylee ray i think or kylie ray yeah, be careful with those rays sometimes it's a porn star name we try not to advocate that on the show until we get the sports goofs out the dark unless you're an australian <laughs> furry um but they have a few people there it's very similar to like the women's evolution except i think it's going to be more of a better than the moniker that was wd's evolution pay-per-view which i enjoyed the pay-per-view they had becky lynch and charlotte flair going at it in a um what was it, it was i don't know if it was an iron women's match or if it was a um, You know, Last Woman Standing has been a long time, so I saw her also was pretty drunk that day because I was in South Carolina with my buddy. Um, Good pay-per-view. watch it. But I think it's a good kind of kick in the ass because women's wrestling has kind of been stalling, in my opinion. With a lot of releases that have been out there in the WWE, I would like to see certain people get an opportunity on different platforms because for me, I'm not a loyalist to WWE. I'm not a loyalist to AEW. I'm not loyalist to anybody. I'm a wrestling fan. and. When you were younger i didn't come into the generation with just wwe that's like you know my predecessor from 10 15 years ago i came in with wcw and wwf the parody is needed it helps it's there it's beneficial so aw has kind of been signing off the cast offs but it's always good when you have the i won't even call them cast offs the the unwanted is what i'll call them because truly that's what it is whenever you get that call saying oh budget cuts <laughs> that's gonna be the finale of the cage where we speak about it um, but you get some ideas, but this is a good way for a very little known, but kind of known organization to get their branches out. People are probably going to watch it. I hope they do helps kind of get the, the women wrestling talent, which is there. It's out there. You have Ruby Soho for only you knows Ruby, Wright, formerly only knows Heidi Lovelace going in there. She's one of those released talents. Maybe she pops in there. Remember she's an AEW, um, but good on NWA. You get a little bit of shout out ring of honor doing ring of honor things. I won't really mention them right now. Um, New Japan, nothing really crazy that I've seen that's on the building blocks, but you know, they've been kind of stricken by the virus and everything that's kind of going on there. Hopefully Koto Obushi does get healthy. So I do get that Shingo Takagi versus Koto Obushi for the New Japan World Heavyweight Championship, because I just want to see how good it can be coming to impact wrestling. We talked about Jay White being there. Someone's going to challenge Kenny Omega. Someone's hopefully gonna take that damn belt off from him. I don't know who. I really hope it's Josh Alexander, the walking weapon because it's a kick-ass nickname and I just like the guy. But right now they're just kind of building things. AEW, WWE, this is where the focus is now, kids. We'll go with AEW. Right now they're doing AEW homecoming. That main event's gonna be Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. It's going on right now, tuning in on TNT to see it. Cody, we love you, follow me. I hope Malachi beats the Holy hell out of you and I hope you don't bury him because you can't win. Hoovy 2 Guerrera came back for his first match after 15 years from being on TNT. You know Hoovy, he's the juice. No for the 450 splash, the Hoovy driver. One of the first people to really kind of put over Jericho and WCW in a sense of like, built a real story aside from being the lion tamer what was jericho kind of known for from what i recall in wcw in my days he helped make that cruiserweight title revered and also he was known for unmasking luchadors you know anybody who lost him he would put the masters title on the line who was the first one if i recall correctly um to get mass removed from jericho so they had a rematch now as part of their whole Labors of Jericho part three. And then of course, who lost been to because we had to lose. But it, it was interesting. I'll watch that because I just came into the house like 20 minutes ago or 30 minutes ago. So I will watch that when I get a chance because I want to see if the juice still got it, but the juice is this. So I'm sure he does. And, you know, Jericho's been kind of an interesting component to AEW. I think with all these new signings after his labors and trials of Jericho are done, he's done with his feud with MJF. They're really going to scale him back because, guys, this feud has been really going on since like November and I can't handle it anymore. Too long of a storytelling. Other things that we spoke about that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week, you know, Adam Hangman Page, the cowboy, the guy I love. I just cowboy bleep, you know, hanging out with the Dark Order. Remember how last week I said, oh, hey, he's going to be challenging in a 10-man tag team match, Dark Order versus the Super Elite, and if they win, then uh, Hangman's going to get a shot at Omega, and then the Dark Order's going to get a shot at Tag Team us, Remember that? So they lost, in a very odd booking, all out September 4th or 5th. Uh, who's going to go to guts? Is it going to be Daniel Bryan? Is it going to be CM Punk? I told you guys they signed, right? It hasn't been official, but that's when you go into the big, ooh, it's coming. Um, AEW Rampage, the Friday night TNT show is coming up. It's, or TBS is going to be premiering this Friday. They're going to be in Chicago CM Punk. He's going to be there, supposedly. But why are we derailing Hangman Page's momentum? He's literally helped bring you during a fanless fan base. And when the fans came back, they were ready for it and they were stoked. And you're delayed. The why? For a dream match of who? Omega? You're not going to do Omega and Punk. I really have no inclination for Punk to be challenging for main titles. He's on Taker level. And for anybody who's a purist listen, wrestling, don't get your knickers in a bunch. It's okay when I say Taker is that when Taker hit his certain years into um, the business, he didn't need the championship anymore. He can still be a spectacle guy. He can still kind of get those dream matches unless you're getting him and Roman Reigns at that WrestleMania. Ah, match could have been so much easier if they shaved off 15 minutes. But Punk has not wrestled in seven years. So I don't want him to be prodigally placed for the fanboys um, to be going against Omega. And then who's the other one I can think of? Christian Cage, who's been kind of doing nothing because him and Kenny have had some interaction. But Christian's been going against Matt Hardy and his faction. Why would you derail the young up-and-comer to give the old vet an opportunity to have a title match at a pay-per-view? This is just theory and speculation. Who knows who will be? But... Wrestling has a predictability, even though it's different organizations, gentlemen. It's the same thing as a touchdown is always gonna be six points at college football, as a touchdown is always gonna be six points in professional football, correct? It's the same logic that kind of builds in because I'm glad Christian's back. Sure, this is great, but if it really is Christian, and yes, he's undefeated in AEW and singles, and I believe in multis, are you kind of not doing the ripoff of WWE? I'm just, and because I'm just assuming it's Christian, because I think Christian's the safer bet then the next suggestion I'm gonna make, but are you kind of like doing a ripoff of the WWE? Because what did WWE just do not once, but twice, Andrew? They had Edge compete for the big title in WWE by winning the Royal Rumble, going against Daniel O'Brien and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and then also just having a fantastic, but a little bit overrated match at Money in the Bank for the title set again. Does it not feel like a rinse and repeat if you do that? you don't have as much story with Christian Cage going against Kenny Omega. Cause everybody's like, hey, it'd be a dream match. I'm like, but will it though? Because the dream match is right there with Omega and Paige. It, it just seems to me because of story. Cause I'm a fan of what guy's story and character. The only other person I could think of and it's kind of okay, but I don't think it would draw if it's supposed to be your main event would be Frankie Kazarian and Kenny Omega. Frankie Kazarian was part of SoCal Uncensored. Um He, was teaming up with Christopher Daniels and then with Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky broke up because now he's irrelevant, I guess, unfortunately for him. I liked him. Um, Daniels got basically retired by the Young Bucks, who were part of the Super Elite. And then Frankie Kazarian adapted this persona of the Elite Hunter, right? Or the Elite Killer. I think it's the Elite Hunter. And so, if it makes sense that he's going to try to chop off the dragon's head and not let the body, not like a Hydra, which has multiple heads pop up, but chop off the main thing to stunt the body. Um, then he would go after Kenny, the story is kind of there, but not as juicy, right? Unless you're really going to have Kazarian win, because Christopher Daniels comes back and interferes, but that's a big stretch. Or it could be just a random, serious person, sure, that I'm not too fond of, because the story is there. Why are we going to delay this? Don't do this, unless there's something else. But hangman ain't hurt, Kenny's healing. Why are we doing this, guys? I don't get it. But, um, hopefully we find out later tonight. I'm checking, I'm checking as we speak what the updates are. Where are we going? I mean Christian Cage just beat uh, the blade means nothing to me, but what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do from there? Um, I don't think it's gonna be Daniel Bryan. I know what you guys are saying. Hey, is it gonna be Daniel Bryan? I don't think so. I don't have much of a belief that it would be for the sole nature of Why do you need a title for him right now? I can see him getting a title eventually, but I want these guys that you're bringing over to kind of just have their dream matches with young talent i want to see daniel bryan versus jungle boy i want to see daniel bryan in a feud with malachi black just as i want cm punk to go against eddie kingston we love you eddie uh, great promo guy always follow us on twitter and you know moxley but I don't, I don't know if i need all of this going into it so it'll be interesting see what happens there um going to aew from from aew to wwe SmackDown, Raw, it's fine. It's building. John Cena, Roman Reigns. John Cena's got a contract inside. I'm I'm just going to chop it up in there because I want to vote the next bit of times coming into it. Raw, Goldberg, Bobby Lashley.
0: Yeah,
2: fine. Right? The Raw side of SummerSlam? Yeah. SmackDown side of SummerSlam, especially Edge and uh, Seth Rollins? I'm going to love it. I'm going to be about it give it to me in my veins, it's fine, my dogs are about to go barking in 10 seconds, um, I'm going to be for it, but the big thing happened, a big release happened, super big release, gentlemen, probably the biggest release out of all the releases, Ric Flair has been released from his contract, I kid, I don't care for it, I love Ric Flair, Ric Flair is one my top five favorites, Ric Flair is like 72, he can barely speak on the mic now, he got old and he can't wrestle, so You know, he said that he was released because of wrestling endeavors, but in truth, if you're retired, you've been released for a while, right? Last storyline he was doing was being like the fake baby daddy or the false baby daddy to Lacey Evans, who really got pregnant in real life. Bray Wyatt got released. The Fiend Bray Wyatt, Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt, um, Swamp Thing Bray Wyatt, and I get it. And I hate myself for it bray moved merchandise bray was captivating bray knew how to work the mic he's had good matches he's had like one or two great matches i've seen and then he's had some very bad matches he's been a victim of bad booking he is wrestling blood wrestling loyalty he Is a side he is a son of irs Mike rotunda right um uh, uncle is barry windham if remember if memory serves me correctly his brother is bo dallas the other rotunda at 34 and Vince Lem going, it wasn't Vince, it was Nick Khan, who was head of talent uh, relationships. And I remember I got it. My buddy Tony texted me, sad face, bro. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, someone died? You know, I don't know what's going on. He's like, they released spray. I'm like, what? The reaction coming into it, not even like stepbrothers, did we become best friends, but more like a different what? And I sat back and I thought about it, and I'm like, But I get it because one, you know, they're releasing contracts, so they want to buy things, right? They want to sell. They want to make it the maximum amount of profit at the lowest cost that they're paying as a falsity. But then the other thing that kind of I get, and I'm looking at it as a talent perspective, you have to really know the history of Bray Wyatt as a wrestler and what WWE did with it and couldn't do with it. They screwed up because they had to have Bray lose to a lot of people originally when he came in, when he was basically what I call swampy Bray, Colt leader Bray, Firefly Bray. Um, lost to Roman, of course, lost to John Cena, there was a point where the Wyatt family guys was, their big match was going against the ECW originals of Rhino and the Dudley Boys and whatever. That That's not stuff that you want. That That's dead in the water. I think they lost in a street fight on a Raw. It was terrible. And then they took some time off and then they split the people and they go from there. And then he had to go find out some stuff he wanted to challenge for the title. Didn't go from there. Couldn't build in some stories. Went against Seth, went against Finn Balor, but was really just brought up there to put over Finn Balor. Couldn't do anything going on there. He was going to be Sister Abigail for a bit, which everybody thinks he was going to dress in, you know, female garments with face painting and stuff like that, the match Finn Balor's demon. He got the mumps, seriously. I think it was like a, an infection that came out and hit everybody because it was just him and his brother. It was Roman Reigns actually too, on top of other people. So they can go from there. So creatively, you can't find certain things for him. You're not taking him as a big, serious threat. And then he was off TV for like nine months, guys. Not even at house shows, except for like one time to go against Baron Corbin out of nowhere. So you already had him gone for a bit. Okay, fine. Then he comes back as the fiend and we loved it. You guys remember me, hyping this shit up. Like it's the best thing since sliced bread or it's the new Taco Bell menu. We're the Taco <laughs> Bell menu. Really, that's the better way to describe it. And then you get the wait and wait. And then what happens is great debut at SummerSlam. It would have been two years since the fiend debuted. And then they bungled it big time. He Seth gets disqualified in a Hell in a Cell match. How does that happen? He wins the title only to lose to Goldberg. yeah Um, then has some weird matches at Mania, and then he gets burned alive by Randy Orton. And then Brody Lee dies. This is going from the dirt sheet, kids, where they say that he needed time off for his mental health because of it. But the way I'm looking at as a business, and I don't know if it's true or not. I'm just going on speculation and theory and stuff like that but what i do know is bray has not been back since wrestlemania that was in april we are in august bray has been gone before in the past because they didn't have anything to do creatively and they told him to lose weight and get in shape apparently he was looking like in excellent shape when someone took a photograph of him but if i'm looking at as a business perspective here's the downside of these contracts even if you're moving all the merch and stuff like that one the wrestlers are getting the payout but then two if I don't have anything for you, if you're requesting leave more than might be a reasonable extended period of time, and you're not showing up, and I'm looking at the totality of you as a person, it's the same thing you would do for wrestlers often injured. What do you do for wrestlers often injured, kids? Like Fandango is going to be an example. I love Fandango. Um, he was part of Breezango, but he was often injured. What do you do with that person? You release him. Same thing too in the professional world, you release him. And when I have nothing for you to do, when I already look at your sum of things and you're gone for six, eight, nine months, and now you've been out for four months and we don't know if it was injury. We don't know if he was dealing with his mental health. I don't want to buy into that. I feel that's so common to say sometimes when you don't know the whole story. I feel like that's a dangerous water unless that person outright says it. But Bray's a professional. He knows the business. He's probably not going to comment on it, to be honest with you. But then I look at it as a businessman. I'm like, I get it because I'm paying him a fat sack of money because you know he's probably getting some good money. Um, not the best, not the highest, but better than the average bear. Um, and I can't do anything with them. Right. And what's that business decision I would do? I, I oversee my program a little bit. Mm. If I had a very similar situation, I think I would do it too. You try to, in any kind of business management, I feel a mono that you have to have a mantra that you have to have is that if there has to be fat on the steak and you can't cut the whole steak cut the most that leaves the littlest amount of fat on that steak, point plain simple, and you always can kind of have that with contracts and yes, is it creating the idea that no one is um, uncuttable except for a few people? Yeah, we know Roman's uncuttable. Hell, Jimmy Uso has how many DUIs, Andrew? Three, and he ain't cut, but there's only certain people that's untouchable and I could agree with that, that, you know, why brain out there, but that's just. You don't know if Bray asks for his release, you know, there's a lot of people who hate it. The CM Punk won't go back to WWE, allegedly because he hates Vince. Plain and simple. Did it sting that I don't get to see Bray? Obviously not. Do I think he's a great talent that I have supported for six years that helped me come back into wrestling? Of course. Do I get it as a decision? Because let's let's just let's just throw in a hypothetical. If he his if his calendar annual amount was one million dollars, I don't think it's a high. I think Roman has a higher up. I'm gonna go with one million on downside contracts and everything and you haven't come up to work for four months, haven't cut a promo, haven't done anything, you know, haven't shown up. Because here's the thing about the Fiend, you guys need to understand, you can't have Fiend wrestle on a Raw. You can't have him wrestle on SmackDown. Last time he had a TV appearance that was a wrestling match was against Kevin Owens. That was it. It's not a week in week out guy. So would you rather pay the talent who's gonna show up every week, who might not be as interesting of a character. Part of that's creative fault. Like 50% of that's creative, 75% of that's creative. But at least it's an, an aura of a character that you can have week in, week out to wrestle whomever, whatever. You know, Drew Gulak, I love Drew Gulak. Please put him on there. You know, but he, he his character right now might be a plain vanilla Jane, but he can be there to wrestle whomever or whatever. But you can't do that with the fiend because one loses the mystique and then two, um, the character gets hurt. It's not like the Undertaker who could like wrestle every week because there was guys that could that was on Taker's level of main event and character. You know, it, it, it's different with this roster now. Taker in the Attitude Era, there was like ten guys that were main event level, and then other guys who were like mid card. Taker could just beat their ass or go against a lower card just to kind of set example. Especially when he was American Badass Taker, right, Andrew? But um, what, what do you do then now? What do you who are you gonna have Fiend go against on a regular TV? Oh, this the Fiend's gonna go against Angel Garza. Oh, the fiend's gonna go against Umberto Carrillo. I don't I don't think it works. So if I looked at the sum of all things, I'm gonna say, i want I'm believing Vince wants to sell. I think Nikon wants to help Vince sell because, you know he's probably gonna be the next guy in charge. you, you do well, you get your head padded, you get that promotion, right? You become next in line. What am I thinking? I'm thinking, let's get this steak as little fat on there to the people so we can incentivize it. I hope he does continue his wrestling career. My question is, is that how does that succeed elsewhere? Where can you go? Because AEW doesn't strike me as supernatural spooky business for a very valid reason. One, it's the style of wrestlers that you have. For those who have seen AEW, I think I got Francisco to watch a little bit of it when it was Moxley versus Jake Hager, um, when he was doing a live stream. And then you know some of the highlights I send you guys, it's more athletic, it's not as character but it's more about putting on matches. Where do you put that in there? That's like putting Undertaker in AEW. And for the people who say, Bray's Undertaker, shut up. This is my segment, not y'all's segment. Um, but it's about pro- popping and place again. You know, is it a square peg in a circle hole? That's my thought process. And also the only person who right now is engendering it a little bit is Malachi Black, formerly Alistair Black, on the end he's known as Tommy N. So is it a re- rinse and repeat? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't need Bray to go to AEW to just give me a match with him versus Sting. Because that's really, I think what they would try to do. That's where, how you kind of like fit it. You know, do I see Bray going back to WWE? Not as much as I see Braun Strowman going back to WWE. The reason why? Because Braun is your everyman. He's a big hoss who could beat the holy hell out of people who could sell to the crowd as a face or a heel. And doesn't have to have that developmental growth and special special needs as a wrestler the way that Bray was because braun loses braun loses braun can be the main event picture the next day bray loses it's always a problem right so the character doesn't even get a start so we'll see the man is brilliant rotunda hope you hear me i'm calling you brilliant follow us on twitter love you um he'll find a way i think he he he, he's a student in the game soon in the business second or third generation wrestler he knows his stuff what he has to do to adapt maybe he changes his complete style completely i don't know but it hurts as a wrestling fan. I know he's not going to be unemployed. That right there is going to say it. But from a business perspective, hell is over. If Vince gave the go-ahead and it was proposed to him, I get it. And that's what I got for you on a very like shocking weekly edition of The Cage. This is basically, to give you guys what this is the equivalent of, it is hell in a cell, 1997 Undertaker Shawn Michaels, where Kane comes out of nowhere and just screws Undertaker and helps Shawn win. It's the big shock and the swerve. I agree with Vince McMahon. Hmm.
0: Oh. oh. That's that. Uh, that uh, this feels weird. <laughs> it's almost like saying the Austin Bills. Did you hear about that, Charles? We we me and Andrew talked about that for a bit.
2: Oh, they're, they're they're threatening to move.
0: Yeah, to move Austin, Texas, of all places. Um,
2: so I'm sorry. Like no one, you're 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 the flash in the pan now. You spent twenty something years like sucking. You couldn't win. Four straight Super Bowls, not even one. You go 10-6 and six one year and then 13-3 this year. And it could be a pipe dream now because you're going to be in salary cap hell with all the people you have to pay. Don't throw in that, the great state of New York and Rochester, New York, and Buffalo with your nonsense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it's, gosh, it's it's almost uh, – also. hmm, you agree. Okay. Well, that's a uh, big twist. What a twist. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think that's, that's it. That, that, that's it for the show, guys. We, 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 we ran pretty long here. Two, two hours and 26 minutes but me and Andrew talked a ton about stuff. Charles popped in right at the the finish line and I think that's all. So yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. We'll, we'll talk about some stuff. Yeah, football's getting closer and closer. Freddie's getting ready. All his fantasy stuff's getting ready and <laughs> yeah and my my feet my feet don't hurt no more so i can lavish them with my fingers <laughs> oh man and, and charles uh cole jobs uh, the full the full bdsm outfit all right
2: all leather all leather i mean between that and jizzo for rizzo you know we we'd be playing we're up eight 3 right now hold up here guys because you know Rizzo hit a homer, but you know who else is gonna kind of get my soul focused? Because I've been I've been preaching about him lately. But uh, you know, big booty daddy that is Giancarlo Stanton or Giancarlo Stanton. Mm. Slowly getting my I, I've been his big supporter the entire season, have I not? Yeah. Uh, he, he's never gonna, to never gonna play up to that
0: contract. I miss him. Never gonna
2: play up that contract. I know, but, but I still miss him. I he he's my big bad booty daddy. Mm. That's a Scott Steiner reference for those who. Aside from the numbers don't lie, which is my favorite wrestling promo. Forget the flares, forget the macho. That is always gonna be for anybody who has not seen it, see Because it is just and PD Williams tries his best to follow, and it's just great. Um, there's other promos because his WCW stuff was the big bad booty daddy. You know, Big Papa Pump has got the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Um John Carlos, Big Bad Booty Daddy. Love him. And we're gonna end on that one. Bye, folks. We'll see you next week. Good night. Take care.